There was a um, cricket in here, and it was really loud while I was watching the movie. And I was like, Tyler's going to have to edit out a cricket of this podcast because I couldn't find it for like 20 minutes. So you, but you, but you then found the cricket. Yeah, it was in the, it was like in the door. I like shoot it away. Oh, wow. So it was outside or it had gotten inside? Um, It was like under, it was like it's a sliding glass door and it was like in the little track thing. Oh, how dangerous for him. Um, yeah. That, ugh. So like uh, a train track. I mean, it was very annoying. So, <laughs> so you would have been okay if he had gotten a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. This is, well, what? This is very low energy. That's okay. That's okay. It's it's we record in the evenings now. <laughs> I hate it. Cause I, yeah, so do I. Cause I just have little to no time. I just like attacked my mic. <laughs> Yeah, get the energy up. Okay. Punch it. Kill it. So you want to get into this? I guess. It doesn't seem like you do. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Film Schooled. Uh, uh, welcome. Episode... Uh, finally. Uh, welcome to Film Schooled, episode 11. Episode 11. Guys, okay. So remember, okay, you were telling me about this article you read, and you were like, a podcast just has to yeah you read an i was like first. i have no memory of this <laughs> this could be anything and you're like podcasts they gotta go for like six months right mm-hmm. that's like the that's like the threshold once you go over six months then you're kind of good you would like if you if you if you drop off before that then uh, you drop off before that if it, and after that you might start getting an audience you know that's right you it was the article was that most podcasts don't last six months like they end okay. before six months so if you can make it past then then like it's good. Let me tell you, hmm. episode 12 makes for six months. I feel like so. we've been doing this for years. I feel like we've been doing this for at least two years, but also it started last week. Also, uh, I'm shocked our friendship is still intact. We already talked about this. See, yeah. we, we talked about this on like episode two. That we, we, I have our no pod- memory of it. <laughs> A spotless mind, you might say. Oh, God. Well, if we're going to start getting into the movie, we might as well introduce our second guest, Aliki R- Racis. <laughs> Damn it. I fucked it Just up, didn't Aliki. I? Aliki, yeah. Aliki, like Cher. Oh. <laughs> Eminem. Perfect. Eminem is the best example. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? I'm great. I... Good. This I I'm using a microphone for the first time. I'm great. Yeah, <clears throat> we 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 found another one. We found another person who has a microphone. <laughs> I got it for this. I mean, that's I wanted. I want. I wanted a microphone. It just like this yeah. made me get it. That's that's an honor. Yeah. Well, we remember we sent out we sent out that call to sure if you have a microphone and you can figure out our email. I saw that we'll on, put on, you on the podcast. Yeah, that's why I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. There's a film school Craigslist, and yeah. there's a lot of interesting things on there. <laughs> yeah, just uh, all the wares we've collected over this. Uh, it's quarantine. all like fake film memorabilia. Right. Yeah. The 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 shark from Jaws. VHS. Yeah, but it's cardboard. Yeah, and it's like this big. <laughs> it's like it's like two feet <laughs> <It's> long. <tiny. laughs> um, I'm really excited that this is episode 11. I really like. 
what my favorite number is 22 and okay. 11 is you know just right there with 22 because yeah. it's yeah, half those, of 22 those... so i didn't know that and when you said that i got really excited that's very exciting and courtney knows how much i like numbers <laughs> I do know how much you like numbers. I I didn't know it was episode last week was or last time we recorded it was episode ten, and you said it on the podcast and on our Google Doc. I had written episode nine, and then I, <laughs> I went through like a spiral of like, what movie did I forget? And I realized um, it was The Graduate. Sit. Whoa. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So story time. Story time. Story oh time. God. All right. So I was talking to an old friend from high school, Danielle McCarthy. We we were out. hanging out. friend of the show first shout out you know um and we were talking about the podcast because she said she was listening and i was like i don't know how we got onto it but she was like can you do every episode like name in order the episodes we've done i couldn't like with the movies and i did it except for the graduate i forgot the graduate. what a forgetful film that i feel like we both really (laughs) liked yeah and it's yeah. like it was like episode eight i think too so i Semi-recent. feel like every time we start to record the podcast i forget how to do the podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> it, it, this is just a nightmare it's well it's like uh it's a blank slate every time like mm-hmm. a spotless mind Woo! second reference I'm... If you didn't know, we're doing <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind today. I'm very excited. You really brought the energy up. Yeah, yeah. We're getting into it. We're getting back. We're getting it back. But so with these these guests, we have a few guests lined up. Yeah. Not right in a row, but they're they're there. They're on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've asked these guests. Luke was a an anomaly. Well, apparently there's some it, there's some contention with this because I didn't ask her if she wanted to do this movie. Oh. <laughs> or no, I asked her if she wanted to do this movie but she didn't like pick it. Oh, okay. I told Courtney. Again, I have oh, no memory. <laughs> yeah. I said I wanted I watched it finally after um Courtney had talked about it a lot a couple months ago and um oh. I finally watched it. And then I was like, man, I want to discuss this movie with you because we talk a lot about all things. So I was like, I want to talk about it. She's like, well, you should come on the podcast and do it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I'm then, all like, business now. <laughs> she was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, because now discuss equates to podcast for her. So yeah. how can how yeah. can we collab on this? You know? Well, and I, right. had a, I had a big old cigar in my mouth. Right. And I was just like, hey, come on the podcast. I will talk about it then. She gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. And, uh, yeah. We'll, then, we'll make you a star. We'll make exactly. you a star. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then she was like, right, so I'm, you know, obviously going to ask you, like, why you wanted uh, to come on to talk about Eternal Sunshine. Why you asked to do it. I was like, well, I didn't. She was like, yeah, I did. I didn't. But. So, okay. So you've, <laughs> you've only seen this once no then? and then i watched it again which is okay cool yeah okay but your the first your first viewing was recently fairly recent yes okay very recently yeah mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. well when we were talking last night and you said you would have picked a comedy if you were gonna right my first thing instinct would be probably to pick a comedy or like whenever like when people are like what's your favorite movie i'm like mm. my heart is like talladega nights and then like <laughs> 
<laughs> but like when I'm trying to be like, okay, I guess that's like, I can't, I gotta be, I don't know, more professional. I don't know what the word is, but um, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I'd like, I love the Titanic. So I was like, I probably would have picked like maybe Titanic. My favorite comedy. Or, and then I realized I also was like, or Truman Show. And then we were like, that's the two leads. And, and it was yeah. like, ah. Oh. And then this is my way already getting myself back on for two more um, episodes. So perfect. Yeah. You, see, thinking ahead. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's perfect. But that really that's did just come to my Like, I was like, oh, maybe I'd pick Titanic, maybe Truman Show. And I was like, Courtney was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Uh, ugh. You can just, I, like I said last night, you should just do all of the Kate Winslet. All the Kate Winslet. Yeah. And also, <laughs> if I could Kate do all Win the Jim. Ka- oh my God, the mask. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, Tyler's so, like we're not gonna discuss <laughs> the Grinch. I'm at the, <laughs> I'm at the whim of Courtney. She's she's the she's the professor here. She's gonna pick the movies. So Mo- uh, aren't we all at, at the whim, whim of Courtney? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. I certainly yeah, I'd am. Say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah. here for all the Jim Carrey, all the Kate Winslet ones. So whenever you need me, okay, you'll be there. I'll be there. I I appreciate that about you. <laughs> So, uh, Courtney. Yeah. Let me ask you before we get into why you picked or why. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> why I forced you guys to watch this movie under a <laughs> false under, assumption. Under duress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your friend Aliki? Oh God. Um... <laughs> Lie. Because 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 for 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 reference, uh, we've only met one other time. Yeah. When when I came to visit, but you came uh, to my apartment, Chicago. right? Yeah, we she, did. Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah, she hung out, or you hung out at her apartment. I, uh, yeah. I was uh, trying to remind uh, my husband who who you are, and I was like, he was the guy that knew the Apple thing that you had. <laughs> you guys talked yeah. about tech, yeah, <laughs> it's like, right? He was yep. the guy you, that knew the thing that bonded. you had. <laughs> Heck yeah! So, Cardi, um, I don't know. Tell me about your friend. <laughs> I'd love to hear what it. Do you, what do you want to know? Um, she's a, a writer, a director, and a comedian. So, Cor- correct. So, like, I'm holding uh, up like know. threatening cards right now. Like, say it. Or, okay. Yeah, she <laughs> has a knife done. over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's a computer, but I still feel threatened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're in a comedy group together. <laughs> Heck yeah, which we've talked about on the show before. We have um, called Ideal Threesome. Uh, we have an Instagram we don't use that much. You could follow it. Hey, follow okay. it. Hey, Ideal follow. Threesome we're gonna Comedy. S- we're going to start putting things <laughs> yeah, up Yeah, we're going to put stuff up there. from Maybe some stuff from the before times. Yeah, when we made jokes about COVID yeah. in our show. Because <laughs> right, have you talked about how our show, The Farewell Tour... <clears throat> was we had one show of it and then the second one got canceled because it was the week that everything shut down so we yeah kind of... our second show was supposed to be march 13th and march <laughs> 12th like 11 we didn't even get an email i got i looked on instagram and saw a post from second city that was like all shows are canceled it was like fascinating <laughs> great would have been good to know we did. I don't even know if I should say this. We had a line in our show mm-hmm. about coronavirus yep. because it was before it was like serious. And we it said like, it's gonna get your friends and family. Yeah, we said. Well, we said. <laughs> it was, Emma said it. We Emma did said it. it. We didn't. So uh, Emma said it. That we didn't. So like, she's it's canceled. her problem. Yeah. 
but it was coronavirus <laughs> is going to kill your friends and family in a song. I do think we song. changed it. See, I think we made sure to say get rather than kill, mm. which mm. I think was probably oh. foresight. They, for, so they could survive. They could survive. Right. And, you know, well. just so it didn't age terribly. But again, I will be checking the recording and maybe reposting some stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Cut it up and like edit it. Like so, it didn't age poorly. The next week, it aged. Yeah. So poorly. <laughs> By the second performance, it was so terrible. Yeah, which is why they canceled it. Which is why they canceled it. Because oh. yeah, it was... they they didn't shut down all the performances because of COVID. No, it was they, they were like that we just can't. Show. Yeah, they didn't want people catching our poor taste. <laughs> yeah, can't have that. It was it was the farewell tour because we were supposed to move to LA, but then it was an actual farewell to just life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's poetic, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of like manifesting. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 We should Goodbye. have named it like the Goodbye World. All Goodbye. of our dreams are going to work out tour. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what we should have manifested. <laughs> Now we know to be much more specific yeah. and maybe to- Now you know the power you yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it for We're the comedy. We're all everything. Yeah. We are all- <laughs> See, we should have named it that because we are all everything. Well, um, so Courtney, now yeah. that I know that it was actually you who picked this film. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Why'd you pick it? I don't know. Because Alyssa told me she liked it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she watched it because you said you liked it. Well, we had been talking about said, it. We were we talking, talking about it. Can you say why we were talking? I mean, I guess you probably I think can't. so. Like, let's just. I won't give any specifics, but yeah. I, we we worked at a like we interned at um a management comp like group company, yeah. and we I had to read a script that they owned and give notes, and the script was like a a not. It, it was basically ripping off oh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh. Mind, um, but like in a worse way, hmm. like in a way that didn't have any suspense. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like if they started this movie by being like, all of your memories are being erased and then went into uh, it. It was yeah. sort of that and it didn't make a lot mm -hmm. of sense. And so I kept, um, we were doing development notes and which is where like you give fixes for the script. And mm -hmm. I kept just being like, this is eternal sunshine. <laughs> like yeah, she kept saying so much. And, and I obviously have, I, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but I've heard this about this movie a bunch of times, but really not heard any yeah. specifics. Um, and so I just felt like I've heard this title so many times and was like, how mm -hmm. have I not seen this yet? And then because Courtney um, was comparing this uh, script to it so much and discussing it so much, it definitely made me curious. And then uh, my husband was like, Oh, I want to watch this movie. It's on Netflix. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind. And I'm like, oh, I do want to watch that movie. Wow. What, what is crazy, like, because the, the people we work for kept being like, yeah, we know. Oh, my God. You're getting They're so... Like, I, love like I, love how, I love how you're going. You're giving, you're giving details. And <laughs> yeah, I'm over here like, like... Where we actually worked or, like, what the name true. of the thing was. Well, but, like, check my <laughs> LinkedIn. <anything>. Like... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Cut this out. <laughs> 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 okay. But I watched but yeah, this movie. she went in. She was not. She was like, a, she really just kept reiterating. Well, you know, like how Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind does it, but better. <laughs> I kept trying They're to like, be like, mm -hmm. this isn't this. 
I, like this isn't a good comparison, but I don't know how to say that in a way that's like <laughs> not mean. Right. Because they were like, yeah, we know. And I was like, uh, yeah, but like. But like, <laughs> I had questions watching that one. And this one, I my questions were like, why are like, you doing that? That one was really well thought out. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I watched this movie, I think, in high school. Okay. And uh, hated it. Mm. Uh, really hated it. <laughs> like, sure. I thought it was like like pretentious like bullshit and i didn't get it at all i was like really confused and i was like oh. what the what what the fuck is this and um and then kind of wrote it off and then when i got to college it's one of those movies that like people bring up all the time mm-hmm. like let like you hear the title a lot I right think it's like the I... title seems really like heady and like intellectual yeah yeah and everyone would be like, I love Eternal Sunshine, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I hated that movie. Like, I had such a visceral, like, angry reaction to it. And I think... Um, Memories. They're they're very... They have an emotional core. Ooh. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> um, and so I, like, I I wanted to watch it again. And, and rewatching it... Because I think I was, like, like Royal Tenenbaums. I was like, maybe it was just me. Like, maybe I yeah. need to rewatch it. Like, maybe I wasn't in a good spot. I think I was just too young to, like, get it. Yeah. I was probably, like, 15. <clears throat> maybe I was too young to get it uh, this time. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just... <laughs> I get... <clears throat> non-linear movies like that fuck me up. Like, my brain <laughs> gets so, like out of sorts like i cannot figure it out and then i do figure it out by the end but then thinking back on it i'm always like wait did i do i understand (laughs) do i understand what just happened right right yeah i think um after doing um like like again reading this this script that was um non-linear but there was like no purpose for it Mm. watching this and realizing there was such a purpose for it and right. it made so much sense and everything lo- was like really um just like everything was just really purposeful i was like oh this is cool because yeah. i'm i'm not usually like a sci-fi like non-linear you know yeah and that that's why i'm really happy when i watched it i didn't i really didn't know i didn't really even realize it was sci-fi i don't think i don't know what i thought it was and I didn't know anything. And so that's why the first time I watched it, which was recently, was very nice because I was like, uh, I got to process. Like you're saying, like even by the end of it, like watching it the second time now, I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't get that. But how did I not get that? But it's because a lot's <laughs> coming at you. Yeah. I did fully forget everything about this movie. Like I knew the premise, obviously. Like that I remembered that. But I was like, all of this it feels new. The only thing I fully remembered, and I think it was the reason I didn't like the movie, <laughs> was when he's a little kid. Oh. Yeah. I remember that like a- scene, and I remember being like, this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that scene um, really stuck out. Yeah, I just remembered Mark Ruffalo shirtless. That was it. Oh, yeah, and you get to see his uh, butt crack. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really get into the important film stuff. <laughs> Speaking of important film stuff, Mark Ruffalo's butt crash. Courtney, Courtney really hates my segues. I, they're they're like. I think it's very funny. Today, very aggressive. Well, I liked that earlier. Sure, you yeah. called your segue a reference, and I was like, "That was a segue. You were doing a segue. Uh, yeah, you were just true. referencing. It was a good segue." <laughs> 
I like your sideways. Uh, I'm picking sides. Thank I you. I picked Tyler. I appreciate you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was released on March 19th, 2004. How, how do we feel? Courtney had a 2004 <laughs> themed birthday party last year. I did. I oh, had a 2004 yeah. birthday yeah. party. That's we should have it... played the trailer. <laughs> oh, at the birthday. I played the um, in memoriam from the Oscars at my birthday from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my God. I, I was like, everyone, can we please be quiet? I just want to uh, I just want to honor those we lost this year. Yeah. <laughs> I had a 2004 themed birthday party and no one uh, liked it. I think <laughs> I had what? a wonderful time. We Did all had you? a great time. I, I straightened like, yeah. my hair. Oh, that was a delight. <laughs> that was so great. Just, that was the best gift I could have given you. Truly, it, I it was like looking at a different person. <laughs> like I yeah. couldn't believe it. It's kind of like a <laughs> but boring was, person, but it's fine. No, no, so. it's boring. <laughs> but it was me and my roommate Megan's. We both have birthdays in December. And so we were like, and we were turning 24, so we were like, let's have a 2004 themed party. And mm -hmm. we both wore um, matching Aeropostale um, <laughs> sweatsuits. And Uggs. Right? And Uggs. And oh, Uggs. yeah. I had, like, I had like these cute little purple Uggs I was wearing, and I straightened my hair like pin straight mm -hmm. and put like a little bump for my bangs mm. and wore hoops and like bright pink um, lip gloss. <sighs> Did I wear a dress over jeans? You did. I think yeah. you did, and it was really great. <laughs> I I dug up a puka shell necklace. That's yeah. You, you had a puka shell necklace. Oh uh, yes, that was one of my favorite details. This at was that also party. Tyler wasn't like for sure coming until day of. Yep. Mm -hmm. You called me at like three I called p.m. You on the way, and we're like, I was... I'm coming to Chicago. Can I stay your place? <laughs> I was in the car. Yeah. What if I had said no? But you were so happy that he was oh. coming. No, I was really excited. <laughs> she was like, Tyler's coming. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I called you like two streets away from my home. Oh, so okay. It wouldn't you have been that bad. But I was like, I had, and your I had addresses? taken the time to, <clears throat> it's, uh, well, it would have been. Um, okay. <laughs> and, the and, that's where, and that's where your parents live now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> Do you guys uh, just um, put, a, put a long bleep over it? Yep, that's what we did last week. Did, did you? you? I didn't listen. Yep. Yep, and all the C words. Oh, good. Hold on. My dogs are barking. Oh, my God. That's okay. Hold. I think they're Do barking. some dog whispering. I think they're barking at me, which is... Hold on. You making too much are you noise? feeling attacked? No, I think they want to be in the room with me. We'll do something about it. I'm going... <laughs> oh my god okay do it so 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 anyway now that we've got these these dogs they're rassled i presume yeah i put them upstairs good good so they'll they'll just be barking louder <laughs> no i think for i think for well, like yeah. the next half hour they'll just be confused mm -hmm. they'll be like we're in a mm. different place now where's our person we could before, mm. well because the room i'm in has a glass door that I like so I can put them I see put, yeah so they can see me I'm the only person home mm. so I think they were like well, why isn't she paying attention yeah the barks are more like hey yeah hey and it was hey. Tycho you messed up 
<laughs> it was Tycho barking at me, and then Milo, my other dog, was just barking like around. Because yeah, because yeah, he's just like, I got your back, man. That's kind of his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like his hype man yeah. slash like backup. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. So I'm, this is a really have fun kind Zoom hangout. <laughs> You're gonna leave. <laughs> Yeah. We should do this again next week. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about. (laughs) Oh. The budget. We were talking about uh, that one movie. Oh, wait. What sent us on this tangent was 2004 was the date of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Budget was 20 million. Budget. 20 million. (gasps) That was true. uh... I made that. She made that up I, when we were talking about it yesterday. You made it up? Yeah. No, no, no. Not on this. I looked it up, Tyler. It's the real one. It was oh. really 20 million. But yesterday we were talking and I was like, we have these facts that we read because um, Alyssa's not a listener. And um, I was She's like. busy. Sorry. And I was, I was like, like, if I said the budget was 20 million, like, you, you, like, we'll have the facts and then you can just react to them. And I was like, no, the budget couldn't have been $20 million She's like, one. that's too high. And that's we're like, I was high? like, yeah, that probably is too high. I just guessed. But I guess and I'm you a nailed genius. It. Yeah. You freaking nailed it. And it's probably, I presume, because of the CG. Right. Yeah, CG or I like Kate Winslet was <gasps> or pretty Kate famous. Yeah, <laughs> right. off, the hi- off the high of Titanic. Right. Oh. Yeah. Fre- fresh off the... I mean, right. I mean seven like years later. Almost a decade later. Yeah, yeah, seven years later, she's still on the <laughs> the ride in the high. But she was in I mean, other stuff. Was sure. she though? <laughs> there's no way of knowing. <laughs> Honestly, there's no way of knowing. I yeah, but I do feel like Titanic. Man, that had a boy. Did that have a run S- similar to Sound of Music from last week? It, I mean, we were buying DVDs of you know we had the four vhs's and then mm-hmm. we had the two dvds i had the soundtrack you know? <laughs> the cd yeah yeah i loved it wait do you want to hear another do you want to hear a fun fact about about me <laughs> it's what we're all Absolutely. here for <laughs> i know right my um my grandpa joe who's my step grandpa he's the one who just he just passed away a few weeks ago his grandma was on the titanic <gasps> wow yeah um, what level that's Third, she was in the like um, third class, and she survived. Nice, that's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, she, like had she, to, she had to have survived, know. right? Yeah, she was Lebanese. How did she um, survive? I think she was in. I think she was in a boat because they put women and children first. First, but she used to give like talks and stuff. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I think, or I made that up. My now my family like. My like aunt, like his daughter, gives talks about it, and she has like a foundation for her. Um, cool, like, that's awesome. Name. But yeah, my my grandpa has like the newspaper, like the front page the day after the Titanic sank, like the front page saying like by the Titanic, it's framed in my grandparents' basement, and he has like an exact model of the Titanic mm. in the basement as well. Hmm. Together, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not broken. It's not broken. It's together. It'd be fun if it was like one of those flippy tables where like you flipped it over and then on the other side it was like it sunk and like cracked in half. That's so that is so high tech for, for them. <clears throat> Nana couldn't figure out how to turn on the DVD player the other day. <laughs> it would also be pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is true. <laughs> but I love, a comedy. I love that we are talking about Titanic. 
(laughs) (laughs) You just turned it into a Titanic. I I don't even feel like I I fully did that. And so I just, I love that we're all on the same wavelength. No, I feel like my job, besides picking the movie, the majority of my job is to get us off track. Yeah. (laughs) That's all right. And I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, another thing you might have liked about Eternal Sunshine is the runtime. The runtime, it wasn't. It's it's less than an hour, uh, or more than an hour shorter than Sound of Music. Wait, okay. It's more than an hour shorter. Okay. Yeah. 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 What's the runtime? That's why I wasn't late today. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's funny. (laughs) The Sound of Music is three hours long. What was the runtime of this one? 148. Hour 48, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. I yeah. think 145 is ideal. So my pitch to Courtney was that your podcasts should be exactly the runtime of the movie that you watch. Yeah. We usually go over. Yeah, right? that's what I said too. <laughs> it would just be funny if it was exa- 148 or whatever. Sound of music, yeah. you got to talk about it for three hours. That'd be a nightmare Correct. for everyone You got to do it. Um, the, the Nazi jokes would just timer. get so, so inappropriate. Like, if we had to talk, if I personally had to talk about that for another yeah. hour. Two and a half hours in, we'd be fully canceled. Just, yeah. Yeah. Winning. In the weeds about Rolf and those pants of his. Oh, yeah. He filled out those messenger pants. Pretty well. <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hour 48, I thought it, so one thing I noticed right, right at the beginning is like, they, they get right into it. I mean, well, it's, it's really see, it's interesting. Kind of backwards yeah. Cause we start, you know, we start, we start at their at, second spoiler, meeting. Wait, wait <gasps> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. All of our episodes we, are spoilers. But you're right. Yeah, spoilers, but I feel like, but with it's this like one, if you haven't watched it, stop yeah. now. Go watch it, like yeah, knowing nothing. That's fair. And yeah, then this one's a little different. Like come back to this because it, I think it's one of those ones that gives you a very cool experience, not knowing what you're going into and not looking for anything. Like actually letting yourself have the experience of watching it. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's fair. That's a good point. So there's that. And with that, I feel like when I started the first time, I was like. I feel like I instantly got the vibe of his character. Um, and I really was not expecting all the nonlinear. Like, I really, they you, they jump right in, but it's kind of like just jumping right into this person's existence. And yeah. I don't well, didn't it, even see the sci-fi stuff coming, you know? Yeah. And it helps that the two characters, specifically uh, Jim Carrey's character and Kate Winslet's, who, what's Jim Carrey's name? Joel. 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 Um, Joel and Clementine, they both feel so real. Mm-hmm. Like, I know those people. <laughs> you know, like, I've met each of them, you know, in, in my life. I've met people very similar to them. Mm-hmm. And they just felt, like, super realistic as as people. Um, Which makes yeah. you kind of let your guard down. You're like, I'm just watching these people. And you don't expect yeah. that you're yeah. going to be, spoiler alert, <laughs> watching them get their memory <laughs> right. erased. Yeah. <laughs> um this movie I the like opening scene I like paused it afterwards and went on a full like research journey about Manic Pixie Dream Girls. I um, was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Uh, 
Yeah, because I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to think. Like, I truly, it felt like watching the movie for the first time. I had forgotten, like, all of the scenes. And so, like, her on the train, when they're meeting for the second time, I was like, who the fuck is this girl? And um, I found, like, a really interesting article written about it, like, specifically about it. It's called... um, Eternal Sunshine destroyed the manic pixie dream girl stereotype before it even existed. Um, And it just, it was fascinating. And then I went on like a whole dive about the term in general and how it was created and how the guy who created it went on to say like, I'm sorry, it was so vague. I've created a monster like that, like no writer (laughs) can like actually create a female character now because like (laughs) of this vague thing that anyone could be attributed to. And then there was, if you look at the, um, Actually, the Wikipedia page, there's a Wikipedia page for the term Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I would love for you to explain this because I was going to come here asking, like, just Manic Pixie Dream Girl, question mark? Like, can you break this down for me? Yeah, okay. So, here, let let me get this up so I don't mess it up. Yeah. So, Manic Pixie Dream Girl is a stock character type in films. Film critic Nathan Rabin coined the term after observing, observing Kirsten Dunst character in Elizabethtown. Um, He said that the Manic Pixie Dream Girl exists solely in the fevered imaginations of sensitive writer-directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. Um, Manic Pixie Dream Girls are said to help their men without pursuing their own happiness, and such characters never grow up. Thus, their men never grow up. So it basically is like just a one-dimensional female character who's only there to serve the man but like does it by being like quirky and fun and magical Mm -hmm. and like doesn't have any real problems and doesn't have any like whatever and like is just there for all this stuff um but there's like so if you go on the wikipedia which is really interesting i read like all of it there's like these criticisms and debate about it and there's two i wanted to read because i thought they were interesting okay um zoe kazan criticized the term as reductive, diminutive, and misogynistic. She disagreed that Hepburn's character in bringing up Baby is a manic pixie dream girl, saying, I think that to lump together all individual, original, quirky women under that rubric is to erase all differences. The other one was uh, movie critic Camilla Collar embraced the term as an effective description of one-dimensional female characters who only seek the happiness of the male protagonist and do not deal with any complex issues of their own. The pejorative use of the term, then, is mainly directed at writers who do not give these female characters more to do than bolster the spirits of their male partners. And so, like, when you look up the term, the, like, third Google search is Eternal Sunshine. Mm. It'll be like, Manic Pixie Dream Girl, Eternal Sunshine is Spotless Mine. Hmm. And it's like a counter. Um, they is this they the counted one saying as a, it destroyed it. Is that what? the article you were talking about that said it destroyed the? This is still from the. Oh yeah, this is the yeah this is that article, which says it's like it acknowledges the trope of the manic pixie dream girl, even though the movie came out before the term was invented. Yeah. So it acknowledges that the t- it acknowledges that that trope of like that type of woman exists, um, yeah. but then kind of destroys it when um kate winslet says too many guys think i'm a concept or i complete them yeah. or i'm gonna make them alive but i'm just a fucked up girl who's looking for my own peace of mind so don't assign me yours yeah that's what i was thinking i was like i 
recognize that when she said that line. I was like, yeah, she's she she because because it happens in real life too, where these guys, even like guys I've known, have like made their girlfriends out to be some sort of manic pixie dream girl, and they're not. They're they're human people with like, <laughs> so it's like, right, almost meta, which is a right boring word to say, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Alyssa loves meta. I love meta. I was just going to say I love meta. So. <laughs> but like yeah. this article is fascinating. But and, it's always so. And like... I, everyone should read it. But it says like, it talks about Clementine. It says, um, she's a dead ringer for the definition, a bubbly, shallow, cinematic creature that exists solely to, uh, like like I said, to um, like bolster the male characters. And the article goes on to be like, but as the movie goes on, Clementine right. has flaws that are unforgivable. Um like she has or um she has flaws she has like intense flaws and like yeah she is just problems of her own yeah she is seeking her own happiness yeah i see okay yeah because i was wondering how it was different but i see that the point is that that term came for the ones that are really just serving the male protagonist right right and that's why it's such like a like, it's such a nuanced thing that I think most people do associate her as a Manic Pixie Dream Girl mm-hmm. or, like, Zoe Deschanel in 500 Days of Summer, mm-hmm. even though that's not really what the character is. Because I was thinking I could see, watching it the second time, I was, like, fully processing that we were in his head, which is, like, obvious. But as we discussed, like, it's just a lot coming yeah. at you with the nonlinear <laughs> and everything. So it's, like, fully processing and we're in his head. And I really felt like with everything there... I could see this this movie from her like being in her head during her memory racing and just yeah. that she was so fleshed out that I could see it from her point of view as well or that being a you know possible. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that she she seemed to keep like I feel like it would have made sense to have her be more of a manic pixie dream girl in his head. Because that's how, like, if that was how he pictured her or thought of her, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that I thought it'd be sense. interesting if she had been different in certain ways when we're seeing her in her, his head versus in real life. And there wasn't really that difference, but I don't think that takes away from anything. I think it's just like he knows her. So, like, the things he's coming up for her to say are really just memories most of the time but it's also like they know each other yeah and and he's he he knows what she would say in this instance or whatever yeah i guess we're seeing his memories um like objectively like we're not seeing his version yeah that's that's like a weird thought like we're not seeing his version of his memories we're seeing his memories as they happened yeah, I did take note that uh, he has an uncanny ability to remember what people say word for word. Yeah, and um, and detail like. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, oh. And as they would that's like, not, that's not as they would like delete the memory, like things would get gray, or like in the bookstore, all the books are white. It's like, oh, because he would have remembered every single title and cover. Yeah. <laughs> before they deleted. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> Which is, I think, that. part of why I didn't... I think it's better. I think it serves a better purpose for the movie. But part of why the first time watching it, I didn't fully process that we were in his head because 
there's so, so much detail in the memories. It's not like, yeah. which I guess that's the point. It's not about, uh, it's not just about memory, I guess. Right. It's about yeah, we're the getting... emotional <laughs> we're... core of it. Yeah. Overanalyzing the, <laughs> how much people actually remember. <laughs> Depends on the person, I guess. I know. I was yeah. watching this being like, I've like, I for, there's a lot of stuff that I forget. Like I don't, I don't really remember like high school, like yeah, at all. <laughs> Thank God there are more people like me. You know. Yeah, and then it makes you be like, though, is there a reason? Are some con- Is there? Are we? Are you suppressing <laughs> oh, yeah. these did memories? I suppress? Did oh, I? God. Yeah. Did I block it out? <laughs> yes, I did. Or was it just boring? <laughs> I wasn't stimulated <laughs> enough. It's like I always say, like, um, I can, I like. I could recite the entire like soundtrack to Rent, even the spoken parts, but <laughs> I can't tell you anything I learned in uh, chemistry. And you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't tell you, and like someone brought up like a proton the other day because two of my friends are like scientists, I guess. And cool. I was like, oh boy. Yeah, no. <laughs> they were like, that's. Forgot those things were things. They were like, that's really simple. And I was like, I'm sure it is, but it's <laughs> out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rated R. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. of Mark Ruffalo's butt crack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and only yeah. that. There's a lot of cursing. Right. Well, yeah. Are there. I feel like there's only one fuck. Or no. she, one I that think I remember. she says it a lot. Yeah, she, she says, says it a lot. Yeah. I watched it five minutes ago, so that's uh, yeah, she says just a, a testament to my memory. <laughs> so it's like a little offensive that you guys made me watch that. Because <laughs> I don't, don't fucking apologize. curse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> Wait. Um, but yeah. What else do you, What else is on the list? Uh, we got to talk about aspect ratio. Oh, oh, thank God. It's what everyone wants. You know. Uh, 1.85 to 1. It's a common cinema standard. Really common in like the the two thousands. I feel like everyone was just kind of doing. It's like almost full screen. Mm-hmm. I find it quite boring. But oh, oh wow! <laughs> but this movie, I feel like, did some pretty cool stuff with it. I yeah. feel like it's the part of why you don't expect the high budget and stuff is because a lot of the moments almost have this like home video feel but then i think that yeah yeah, i imagine that was intentional like that's part of giving the the setting the right and like yeah and like even like some of the technical stuff they did like like the scene where um jim carrey is like is seeing himself at the doctor's office Mm -hmm. like that isn't they didn't like put those there's no cg there like he just put on a coat yeah, I think like yeah. the lights change or something. Right. Yeah, it's just like the angle. Like it's not like they're putting. Yeah, you're just cutting between them. It's not like the Social Network where Ooh. they uh, the Winkle Army boss, Hammer and yeah, Army yeah. Hammer. <laughs> the Winkle Vi is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Guys, the Social mm-hmm. Network turned ten. <laughs> like three people yeah. texted me to tell me it turned ten. <laughs> I love that. And so we like, got to do it before guys, the year's out. No, no, we have to wait. Or we could do it every episode. That'll that'll get you guys past the six month thing. Like wait till the fifteenth year. <laughs> yeah, be bound to this podcast through the social network. <laughs> yeah, we have to keep doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, until until we do this. But network. are you thinking episode one hundred? Mm. Oh boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that. 
celebration. We'll do it live in front of an audience. Yeah, and the audience will be just um, the Winklevoss, the people we've had on. Oh, I was gonna say just your <laughs> the mom. people we've had as guests and my mom. Yeah, yet. my mom doesn't listen. She is not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> She, she recently said, her and my dad recently went, if we wanted to get your podcast, how would we do that? And I was like, I can't even <laughs> go down this road with you. I know you're not going to listen. <laughs> this would take up too much of both our times. Right. Just for you to not listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, uh, the, the stuff with um, when he's about to lose a memory, a lot of the times they'll have a... Uh, like a really harsh light and then like a like a what's it called what's it called the the black it's not a bokeh it's a vignette um, vignette it, and and like a black vignette around the whole thing as it's like fading away and th- sometimes with that harsh direct light that that i think is what a lot of the times makes it seem home video mhm and the like the scenes on the beach mhm and stuff yeah. yeah moments like that or, yeah yeah, the scene where he's looking out that window and that light is like just so um, offensive. Yeah, I would say coming into the window. I was like, "What? What are we doing here? Just point the camera in a different direction." <laughs> well, maybe that. Uh, so, uh, I wonder if that's really what they were going for. I feel like, like a they home must video. Because yeah, because memories, memories. Like that's home videos are memories. And if not, like, we're giving them so much more credit yeah, than they deserve. Yeah. But that's I like, that's doubt what they teach that in film school, though, is that everything's intentional. <laughs> well, it should yeah, be. And we, if we, like how you were saying, the script, the story itself, every detail is it's intentional and yeah. has yeah. A, ser- serves a purpose. So I did feel like even the first time watching it that that must have served a purpose. You know what I was thinking is that if we were in our, like, thesis class, <laughs> this script... <laughs> would not get past page 10 before people were like screw you you can't do this yeah like why would she be saying all this stuff to him right at the beginning also they would they would 100 percent be like um she's a manic pixie dream girl you right. don't understand women you must be a misogynist you're making her seem crazy which you're making, you know yeah. this is what I, so which is I, what i thought when i first was watching the movie i and, was like she's yeah Exactly. Yeah. My first watching it at first. I'm watching it, and again, I did not actually know the uh, the premise or the concept. And I was like, okay, so like these people are crazy, um, and like I'm watching these crazy people. And then by the end of the movie, I'm, I'm watching me, these crazy people. me, and it's like they're me. Like life. I'm like <laughs> it's hard. I'm like maybe I'm getting crazy. And yeah, I think <laughs> they're, like, they're not crazy. They got their memories wiped. <laughs> I think before I had seen this movie, I had assumed that it was about someone who had like early onset Alzheimer's or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And even right from the moment he wakes up and he's confused, I was like immediately assessing it like, right, okay, he's confused. Oh, he's got memory issues or like. Yeah, something that, uh, and of course he does have memory issues, but again, (laughs) it's very interesting to go into this movie not knowing uh, the premise. So I just looked it up, uh, directed by Mikkel, it's Michael without an A, he's missing an A, so it's Mikkel? Mikkel? Gondry, yeah. Um, But he also co-wrote it, 
Mm. So mm-hmm. if he's, you know, that intentional about the writing. It's gotta be. Gotta be that intentional about the directing, mm-hmm. I assume. So yeah. maybe we're onto something with this home video stuff. He also, um, he's mostly known for doing music videos. Interesting. He also, the, like the, the really cool thing is he um, also directed Be Kind Rewind, which is about people working at a, um, like a video store and like making their own versions, like home videos of the movies people are renting and people like love them. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Music videos do love vignettes, so. Yeah. A lot of vignettes in in music videos. Interesting. But Michael, 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 whoever he is, um, he uh he did so well directing and writing this film mm-hmm. that it got a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Whoa. The dream. Yeah. Pretty. Uh, pretty. Those of you wondering, the Sound of Music only had eighty three percent. Yeah. <laughs> That's more than yeah, I expected. How, how dare you? First hot take of the night. Oh. <laughs> we got a tweet that was like, said something about my hot takes. And I was like, I don't remember anything I said on that episode. I could have, I don't know if I was offensive. Was that Tati? Yeah, I was like, I don't, remember, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell. I probably did say something stupid though. So I too forgot a lot of of this movie mm-hmm. going going into it a second time because mm-hmm. i think the first time i watched it was in college with nathan i think that i said this on last episode when we were <laughs> introing it but um my buddy nathan showed it to me and yeah i didn't i didn't get it because i was a dumb kid uh still am turns out but uh yeah i uh i feel like i got it this time for sure yeah. Uh, but it definitely took till the very end. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it was for me the first time. I feel like the ending is what's made me text Courtney and be like, I need to discuss this with you. Like, Yeah. I feel like this whole movie like um, relies on the ending being great. Like, I think yeah. all the rest of it is kind of like, okay. And then the ending's like, oh my God. Holy yeah. shit. Because there was at, at one point when... um. When Mark Ruffalo draws the little uh, sharpie on his on his temples, mm-hmm. I was like, "I've seen those sharpie marks before. I need to turn this. I need I need to restart this movie because <laughs> I got to go back. Because you know we're dealing with different timelines here. Yeah. I got to see which scenes have sharpie marks and which scenes don't." Mm. Yeah, I also say like turns I... out it was just the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah sharpie marks because it's the future. Well, because it's because it goes back. Yeah, right. I did spend like the majority of the movie being like, "What is the point of Kirsten Dunst?" <laughs> like, it was just like she seems really pointless. And, dumb. I, and then, I was like, I know, and, I know that they're hooking up. Like from the whole time watching it the first time, I was like, I knew her and the and Howard were like something, but I was like, why does that matter? Like, right. I just like was like, why do I need to be seeing this right now? What is the right. point of it? So I, that did have yeah. a nice payoff because, yeah. It had the it had such a good payoff. Mm-hmm. I was like mind blown. I was mm-hmm. so yeah. excited because like I noticed that's... the part where he put his like arm, like hit her, his hand on her shoulder yep. and they like linger on it. And I was like, that's weird. Um, but in this Me Too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, I was oh, just like, God, God is that what's going to happen? Um, like, is her boss going to like hit on her and stuff? Um and then at the end, when his wife says, like, 
you can have him. You already have. Mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Mm. Damn. <laughs> whoa. Like, whoa. Big reveal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Um. The 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 first thing I wrote down was uh, wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Jim Carrey. Yeah, man. <laughs> Doesn't he wish that about He's, himself? Yeah, yeah. There are he is so certain, socially like, awkward. There are certain moments in this when like Jim Carrey, you see you see like Ace Ventura coming out. Yeah, like when he <laughs> runs to catch the train. Yes, <laughs> or when he does the um, the ketchup on his like throat, like mm-hmm, his throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or when he does the thing with his eyes and like mm-hmm. opens them and looks around. I was like, there he mm-hmm. is, there he is. <laughs> I think that's just Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim it, Carrey. it like slowly like seeps in. Yeah, it's like it, he's being serious, but like he can't be that yeah. serious. But right. and I think part of he's still got to be him. Yeah, and I think like a part of why like his being so awkward and and just weird at the beginning is why I was totally misdirected from thinking anything sp- suspicious of it i just thought that oh there are two really weird people meeting and then i'm yeah. like where is this gonna go and i also thought uh that i think for a long time the first time watching it i thought they were fast forwarding not rewinding and i was like really stuck in that that oh i just watched them meet so yeah I, I everything else is the future and i was like but why yep. why did what the, wait his car doesn't isn't dented there like what i'm so you know yeah, because when because when the uh, Frodo, my boy Frodo, mm-hmm. Elijah Wood, completely uh, forgot Patrick. he was in this movie. Patrick. Yeah, so did I. Wasn't thrilled <laughs> to see him. No, no, especially not with that goddamn soul patch and those and, and those sideburns. Side yeah, mm. Jesus Christ, yeah. they went down to his, you know, his his chin. And the time his eyes are upside down. No. Oh yeah, that. Some of that. Okay, some of that CG is borderline horror yeah like it is when their faces are gone yeah yeah they just look like little thumbs yeah they look like thumbs (laughs) with wigs yeah Yeah, from like spy kids thumbs with wigs is what i do on uh twitch yeah (laughs) that's the that's the improv we're doing now (laughs) thumbs with wigs is that what twitch is i took a i took a leap twitch is whatever you need it to be you just people just re- watch you do stuff. It really, I mean, it can be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was actually. Should I get on Twitch? <laughs> you could. So you you'd probably uh, go live under the uh, uh, creative category. Mm, that I'd sounds say. like me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, Frodo. Frodo yeah. shows up, and um, he he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here, man?" And uh, and then. The next scene is Jim Carrey crying, and then they're doing the opening credits. Right, and I'm the like, the opening credits start 18 minutes into this movie. That's it, it's so weird. It's a, a record. It yeah, and um, what I read was it was that after the first reel, because it's a shot on film. Oh, so that the first reel is all, what's it called? Uh, oh, so they timed that up. I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was, yeah, I was confused too, uh, having forgotten this whole movie. Uh, <laughs> I was like, so did they skip forward a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are you asking? Cause not, cause no, no, I get, I, I figured it out. <laughs> um, do you I need me to, to explain this to you? <laughs> Dude, uh, a linear timeline would be great. Right. Though. 
you know what I mean? I'll like, edit just it written together. Out bullet points. That would be awesome. I'll edit the movie together to be linear. Yeah. <laughs> I the second time watching it though, I'm like, oh, they're literally telling us like over and over again, like, oh, we start with start with the memories most recent and work back. Like they they're right. saying it. Like watching yeah. it a second time, I was like, they told me. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) gotta pay attention. I do closely. So prestige. So back to the like her on the train. Yeah, she is acting like she like like insane. She's not crazy. Yeah, I know, but she's acting like she's on crack. Like, and I I wrote um well the first thing I wrote was like the the text like the for the um the title. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like Arrested Development. Hmm. Yep. And and then David Cross is in it. I know. I did write. I, I wrote. Oh shit! That David Cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Real young. Yeah, I think it's his birthday. Um, oh my god! Day? Happy birthday, I think so. Happy David. birthday, David. Shout out, David Cross. Hope you're having a he's great a, he, time. He's, he's an avid listen, listener. <laughs> um, but then I wrote like like um he's just sitting there and she just comes up and starts like spewing all this stuff and I was like, Oh, this reminds me of being like on the train in Chicago. Hmm. I feel like I had <laughs> stuff like this happen a lot. Sure. Never resulted in a relationship, but it often resulted in me being real uncomfortable. <laughs> Never resulted in me realizing I got my memory wiped, but What if it <laughs> yeah. what if that was? <laughs> oh god. Um <laughs> He does get like visibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. the closer she gets to him, and I thought that was very funny. I, yeah, I, I really related to that. I was yeah. like, "Come on, dude, just look ahead." <laughs> He's just, just like, ahead. just look forward. I'm like, like just act hear. crazier. <laughs> my my go to is always just be like, "Okay, man." <laughs> I I one time had had uh, a a guy really really engaging with me, you know, yeah. and I it was just funny because I was like looking at him. I was like, I know, yeah, this is fun, right? Yeah, but then he started to get close, and I was like, Hey, I I need personal space, like you understand. And he was like so understand. He was like, Oh oh oh, sorry. And I was like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now bad. what were we saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everybody else on the train is like, Okay. <laughs> now keep telling me about your dog. <laughs> I had that woman who, like, when I got on the train, was just screaming at this man, and she just went, I'm from Star Wars, motherfucker, and I was like, great, (laughs) this is what we're doing today, and then I was, like, (laughs) standing right next to her, and she had this big bag full of other bags, and there was, like, needles poking in it, like, Mm. um, like, sewing needles, I think. And then- One would hope. Yeah. It looked like those pins, like, when you pin, like, a- I'm, I'm not a seamstress. But you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and she, like, pulled a little thread off of my coat. Like, she kept talking to me, and I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And then she pulled a thread, like, a loose thread off my coat, like, ripped it off. And I just stared at her, and she grabbed my hand and put the thread in my hand and then held my hand for, like, a minute. That's beautiful. And and said, don't say I never gave you anything. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. What a lie. And I was like... I just stared at her and was like, thank you. I will never forget you. <laughs> it was so weird. And no one around seemed concerned for me. No, you were in great hands. And then um, and then she looked at her reflection in the window, screamed in a language that seemed like German, and started hitting it. <gasps> and it like, and then and then oh let go of my hand. Oh, she was still holding it. <laughs> <laughs> she held my hand for like a minute. <laughs> And I just stood there and was like, "This again, this might you as well happen." You do have very soft hands. 
Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. You do. You know. <laughs> you would I know. That. Yeah. Yeah. I did know you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then when I got off the train, she was like yelling at me from inside the train and I couldn't tell what she was saying. But I looked at the people on the car and they all just looked terrified. <laughs> she missed you. So I can only imagine what she was saying to me. Who's to say? Well, I, I did note like. How can two strangers, two sane strangers interact this way? But rewatching it a second time, I was like, it's because their souls are drawn to each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, that does seem to be the like, you know, I, thesis and statement so, of the movie is that you'll always like find that person again. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't erase them. Well, like, they'll come back. Like, you're drawn, like, there's something you're that drawn pulls to them people reason, to each other. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why, like, the ending hits so hard because it's like, if you just accept it, like, you know, right. you can be together. But it makes the beginning <laughs> the second time much cuter and less like these two people are out of their minds. Like this like, is oh, it's- <laughs> it makes it like yeah. actually very cute because it's like, oh, no, she's not going up to every guy on the train and, and doing that. Yeah. yeah. She has some latent memory of him. Mm-hmm. That she's- or just there <clears throat> that maybe there's something beyond the physical, tangible memories that is makes them very drawn to each other and makes them feel connected i still think they'll break up though you think so yeah i think that's no see i do not i think that's the thing is like even if like they're not meant to be together they're still yeah it's still worth it yeah there's it's still worth it to like have that experience in that person because like at the end when um he says that, like they're talking and he says, I can't think of anything that I don't like about you. And she says, but you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes on and says like all these things that are going to happen. And yeah. And she's like, and I'll, you'll think I'm crazy and you'll start to get mad at me and I'll make mistakes and I'll start to resent you and think you're keeping me down. It's like, yeah, that is what will happen. Mm-hmm. But like, but, at, at least you'll have, okay. have those memories. You don't have each other. And you'll yeah. still probably like love each other. Even if you're not together. Oh, you're just saying if they break up, it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying I think they probably would break up. <laughs> and now, see, this is why I wanted to discuss it with you because right. I felt that being in a very committed relationship, I uh, could relate to it now. And it actually gave me a lot of comfort because I like from the beginning when she lists her anxieties and she's like, Do you ever feel anxious that you're wasting every second of life and you're not making the most of it? And, uh, and yes. I, I was like, <laughs> That's exactly, (laughs) you know, like, and I, so I think, like, I related a lot to her anxieties and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, quarantining with a, with a, uh, (laughs) sure, with another human person, with another human person that you're, you're bound to, uh, can be difficult. Because it's like, wow, we're really in it, you know? And so I think yeah. everybody... It's about as in it as you can like, get. Like, shout out to everybody who got through quarantine because, like, you're stronger for it. And um, I think that's why it impacted me so much now, like, watching it through this lens of, like, I feel that, like, you're going to get, like, this fear of, like, you're going you're gonna to see all this stuff that's wrong with me. Like, I panic. I have anxieties. I go crazy. I'm, like, totally irrational sometimes. And a lot of the time. And like, uh, and then I also am going to feel, like, stuck and trapped or, like, do, you know, you just, I think humans have this tendency to be, like, oh, grass is greener. Or, like, well, oh, this is what's wrong. Whereas, like, I like that idea of happiness is an inside job, but it's very easy to lose sight of that. And so you can very easily be like putting 
stuff on other people. And I've gotten to a place where I kind of resolved to, um, you know, try to understand more than to be understood to like do that extra thing of like creating peace like okay do I how about I try to come you know but it's very hard and so when when he says that when she says lays that out and he's like okay and she's like okay I was like yeah she just bursts into tears because it's like (laughs) a relief because it's like oh that's the worst and we I think what I noted was like accepting the worst allows you to enjoy the best and so that's why it hit me so hard because that's definitely what like we've been working on in our relationship with going through such stressful odd times and like you know you have these high highs and low lows but like realizing that if you accept that worst part it doesn't become so scary anymore because you're not like petrified mostly people are just petrified that it's going to end so that's why I mm-hmm. kind of like okay. say the opposite is that your pet really all of this negativity and resentment and all this stuff really stems from this insecurity of like you're going to get tired of me and that's going to hurt worse than anything has ever hurt because we have all these beautiful moments together and we love each other so much. And then it's like you're going to get tired of me. And it's like, OK, that's fine. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, that is fine. Oh, okay. Like, oh, we can be happy. We we can, that's okay. We can have those moments and then we'll also be like moving on to the next moment. Yeah. I feel like I took it the opposite way. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think, I think it can be, I think it can be both. I I mean, the, the, the ending is very open-ended. Yeah. Which I For which sure. I love. I like more yeah. open-ended. Love those open-ended. Yeah. yeah. But you need how things much that are that high is. concept that have room for a sequel. Yes. Yeah. Sequel. Her <laughs> memory. Sequel, yeah. Sequels. Her, inside her head. <laughs> but no, that's why I just feel like because I related to her anxiety so much, I couldn't help but totally relate it to me and see it as like, well, that's how I would I would just felt relieved because it's like, oh, you're saying the worst of me is okay. So I'm safe with you. Yeah. You put that in a way where I feel like I I agree with you. Well, this is why I wanted to talk to you about but, it. But yeah, <laughs> but I also feel like I guess the way I took it, and I'm I'm like very cynical and um, like a nihilist. Like I just think the world's ending all the time. So take that <laughs> with the grain. Of, like take this as a grain of salt. But I saw it as like nothing about them changed. You know, none of their flaws are fixed, and I, it it seems like. To me, they broke up for like a they, like a reason. Like there was a reason they weren't. Right. So that was another thing I noted was like he right before that moment, he says, just just wait, just wait for a while. And the reason they broke up is because they got mean to each other. They got really yeah. nasty and mean. And uh, watching it a second time, something I was relating to is like uh, one place Kirill and I have gotten to is like, Okay, you know what? If we if we start, we need to like have specific boundaries or kind of rules for ourselves. Is like if we're getting emotionally hijacked, like if we're clearly you know in a mood, or even just like hungry, you know, like literally, <laughs> like are yeah. you tired? Yeah. Are you like checking in? And if we start to cross over to a place that we would consider disrespectful, we have like kind of made this pact to like. We're going to take 20 minutes and we're going to sit and breathe for 20 minutes. Because if you just wait a second and you let it cool down, it's like, right, 
that doesn't mean that's not ever going to happen again. Like, we are humans. We are flawed. But if we want to make this work, you know, keep it strong and and you, you have to just let those moments pass without getting really mean and spiteful and disrespectful. And I think that's something we've kind of said a lot is like, oh, we're going to we we're going to hold each other accountable and we're going to agree that like if we're starting to, you know, get hijacked or just like monkey mind anxieties reeling, like we are going to breathe, you know, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then assess. <laughs> yeah. And nothing right. is ever that bad. 20 minutes later with 20 minutes of like intentionally trying to calm down. And right. so I think that that's the thing is people do stop talking to each other and do start talking in really horrible ways. And it's like it's work. But then you really start to be like, like this work benefits like both of us a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why that's I, I noted the second time around the just wait because that's kind of like a newer Something that stuck a little more this time. So I was like, yeah, if everybody just... Now, some people just, you're not meant to be. Yeah, fine. It's not meant to be. And also, if you can accept it, that's great. And you can be, like, really nice afterwards. But I... This is why I would... I am essentially making the argument that this movie is looking at people that are really beyond some... Like, an inexplicable force drawn to each other. And you you kind of like know it when you when you feel it, and you're just like I know there is a reason that I am, can't help but be drawn to you. It's like you're still human. You may not have this kind of like wonderful beyond human like emotion and feeling towards each other that makes you be like wow, this is like in love soulmate stuff. But then you're still human beings that like get anxieties and, and your mind's reeling and you're like oh like you you're doing this on purpose and whatever like that's just how we are as people like as much as I want to be like oh yeah I could be like the chillest person if I do enough yoga and meditation <laughs> like nope and so like it's making those agreements I feel like to allow I again like I said accepting the worst so you can enjoy the best like ex just accepting the worst knowing it's there knowing how you deal with it so that you can enjoy that true fact of like there's something special here that's like binding these people and Courtney I don't think your 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 interpretation is cynical either yeah because like even if I think we actually kind of agree like Sorry, Tyler, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, you're good. I, I do think we kind of agree, because as you were talking, I was like, I think I like my interpretation of the movie is less about their relationship and more just like even even bad memories are worth it. Like right. you, you can't erase like pain, like you need it there. And it, it's kind of similar, but like you can't erase the like parts of a person you don't like either. Like you have to take the whole package and you have to mm. take the whole package of your yeah. life as well, I guess. And I think like going off Courtney's interpretation of the ending it like if they were to break up he he I I kind of thought like when he said okay like after she had laid all that out like you're gonna get tired of me blah 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 mm -hmm. like and he's like okay like what who, okay who cares mm -hmm. like, yeah we'll come to I we'll still cross want that bridge to when we experience come to it. yeah yeah I want to experience what this relationship has to give no matter how long it lasts like it right right yeah, it's it's still worth That's it. That's how I and those took memories it are gonna still be worth it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I totally um, agree. And I do life. totally agree with I think that because of where I'm cool. at right now, I guess I put yeah, that right. I focus right. more on the being together part. But like also I totally agree with that. And I feel like in like previous relationship that was super helpful. And like yeah. it's like, yeah, you yeah. could just break up even though it seems like the worst thing ever. You could actually do that and like still appreciate each other as human beings and actually love each other, like give love, but be like, wait, we don't have to live together anymore. (laughs) I was like, I was reading this thing that was talking about like relationships and it was like talking about how, how Disney has, um, and I'm not getting into a Disney right now, I promise, but um, (laughs) (laughs) like Disney storytelling is like um, the only like happy ending is like, like marriage is like happily ever after with your your person mm-hmm. and like the like all the conflicts of those stories is like like loves not being able to be together but how like like normalizing that ending a relationship can be a not sad thing yeah yeah and it was like it was fascinating it was like it's like why can't you just end a relationship and then be like wow i'm glad i had that mm-hmm. but it yeah. it had to end for these reasons and like i can appreciate it and I then totally move on. yeah, yeah. Like La La Land. Yeah, and I love the... We've talked about this before, but I love the ending of La La Land. I'm like, no, they shouldn't end up together. They're not like... They were different places and their careers were more important. That's like the whole point. <laughs> they had to follow their dreams. They had to follow yeah. their dreams. Yeah, I totally um, agree with that. What? I mean, you know I'm a big supporter of that. I think it's ridiculous. Like, you spent how much time being how intimate together and literally loving each other, but like because you're... I don't know, not going to, what, get married or spend forever together. It's all of a sudden that's the worst human being you've ever met. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I feel like people watched La La Land, and the person I saw La La Land with was like, that was terrible. Like, why wouldn't they end up together? Like, they were mad, and a lot of people were, like, pissed about it. And I was like, because they shouldn't. Like, and I don't think the characters were mad about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they don't yeah, see... they have that, like, they, like glance... obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Like, hey, you were a big part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you're I here. mean, very it's peacefully cool. and happily leaving my last uh, very long term relationship of like six years, uh, like happily left it and then met the person I married. So it's like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm so sad. And this is bullshit. It's terrible. And then I like came out of it with that. It was like, you know what? This is better for both of us. Right. Right. Let's do yeah. that. And it was like, hey, I am here for you. I love you. I care about you. This is great. You know, <laughs> like, and then there was times where we like, wasn't so great because you're like, wait, well, I miss that person. But like, yeah. you just, it makes every, it makes diving into other stuff less scary too. Cause you're like, right. It doesn't have to be that way. I think, and then I think uh, at the time, Gwyneth Paltrow was calling it conscious uncoupling. Uncoupling? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had to put a term on it. I was just living it. How do we how do we experience <laughs> things without Gwyneth Paltrow telling us what's happening? I mean, if without she wasn't giving term terms on it. on it, I mean, it'd be meaningless. Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> I, I dislike her in such an aggressive way. <laughs> but genuinely, I'm happy she's happy. Yeah, that's fair. I'm happy she's Good happy. I'm happy selling. she's happy. She's I so much money. I think she's she could be doing better things for the world, but women selling. Yeah. Um, uh, vaginal weights right 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 which i yeah. do have and <laughs> i think i knew that <laughs> no, i'm kidding i don't have that. do you not have them no i do not have them. did we just talk about them <laughs> we talked about how it would make sense that i would have. yeah okay i was like you said it and i was like that feels right what that i'm saying like is i don't have about. them yet 
they're on back order. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> it's a pandemic. I had to make tough I can't choices. Get them right now. <laughs> it was that or paper dolls, right? Which you know, aren't the same. No, I was. I was like, <laughs> not the same. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same it's tough to oh, do God. diy vaginal weights or whatever what are they the yoni eggs or something but if you want to learn how follow me on twitch <laughs> <laughs> there it is there it is oh. I, was, <laughs> I, I thought it, i thought at some point that it, we were gonna do a, like a podcast commercial for things you and i oh yeah <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> we're sponsored by things today <laughs> but then I was like, I don't know if Tyler will be into that. <laughs> Maybe not. I talked about things. Oh god, I hit the mic. I talked about things in front of my cousin. He thought I was kidding. Um. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. I'm 100 serious. Like he thought I was doing a bit for a long time. No, it's real. And they're great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> and if you don't know what things are, I don't know. Look them up. It's Google it. Underwear for a period, and then it's they also underwear. have speaks. Which is in case you need some help with your leaky bladder. Oh, that was I didn't know about. Yeah, well, because I got the diaper. email after I got the things. I got this email and it was like at the bottom it said like thinks something else. <laughs> I don't know, like thinks tanks speaks and like I was like what? it's the it same speaks. brand though. Like, it's the same it's yeah, it's just a different oh. branch of it. Like they've they've really capitalized. They should have called the... it leaks. Leaks leaks. <laughs> upsetting because like <laughs> my mom made something that had leaks in it that i just oh, ate multiple oh. times today <laughs> your reaction to that you looked at me you were like oh, oh well, i'm not like, the I food watched, yeah. i watched you understand it and it was very funny <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> anyway um maybe <laughs> What other notes do I have? Oh, constantly talking isn't necessarily communicating. I wrote like oh, hashtag I wrote that down me. Too. Like, you know, like that's what I mean is like throughout a lot of her issues are just very much. I That's why it was like it was something for me to watch this because I was just like even the, the hair in the soap thing. She says something about like you're yeah, you, like yeah. at the door you leave your hair in the soap and like I'm like super chill and funny about it. But like I hate that. Like, it's I think like a big that part was so funny when because it's like like you, you know when you're just mad mm-hmm. and you just are like anything they say to me I'm just gonna rip them like I'm just and sometimes it's like not a conscious thought right it's just you get we get into moods like yeah we have moments where just everything is terrible there's a really funny Jen Kirkman bit from her just keep living special that people should look up, but it's like, she's like, you know when you look at your partner and you just hate them and you're not mm-hmm, sure why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She goes into it and it's, it's very funny. Yeah, but it's I, a, yeah. yeah. It's like a lot, it's, it's, you know, without sounding ungrateful, it's like a lot of work to make, you have to make this conscious choice to be like, okay, I need to try to, <laughs> like, be like, to turn this around, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah right. to just turn it around a little bit because that's, and I think that's what freaks people out so much is like, I think you th- expect, like, it's these expectations of like, it should, you should never feel that way. Like, alert, alert, alert if you feel like that because, uh-oh, that's, you're in the, you've locked yourself into the it wrong relationship. It should be easy. It should be easy. Minute. But like, no, in any Nothing's relationship. Nothing's easy. And with friendships even, like. As yeah. we've come to find out. Right? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even get my mic to work for like a half hour. <laughs> I know how to use it. 
your dogs were yelling at you. You know, like times oh my get God. tough. Oh no, my but, dogs. But yeah, when she when when she's like talk to me more, talking to me constantly, and he's like constantly talking isn't necessarily communicating. I was like, <gasps> yeah, that was that aimed was at me. Line. I feel targeted. Like, <laughs> um, I had a few questions. Okay. 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 Um, why do they call her tangerine? Is that something I just missed? Yeah, her hair color changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think so, he called so it, her. It was like yeah. a yeah when when she changed her hair to orange, he was like, "Oh, you're not Clementine anymore. You're a tangerine." But Patrick called her tangerine. I think he like put it. That's in w- when she had blue hair. So I ass- I kind of assumed maybe it, there was a like follow up, but I didn't catch it. I think and because. Joel realizes that he's like, "How does Patrick know oh, okay. that nickname?" Okay. And I think it's because, um, I think it's because Clementine has some latent memories like that didn't go away. And she's like, "Why don't you call me Clementine?" Like he, because Patrick's kind of going through the same steps, like relationship steps that Joel went through with Clementine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're kind of doing the same things. They're going to the the lake. You know, the first time uh, I watched it, I I feel like there was a moment where I saw him, like, Patrick, like, see it in, like, the notes or the art or something, but I don't remember seeing that this time, so I might be wrong, maybe. but I, f- I feel like the last time I was wondering that, wondering that, wondering that, and then I s- was like, he's, he read it on something or something. Yeah. He did, well, he did, he read the quote um, of mm. them on, so, because Joel had drawn, like, a picture of the two of them on the ice and with that quote that he remembers word for word because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Joel has a uncanny ability to do so. Um, and then when they're on the ice, when when Clementine and Patrick are laying down on the ice, he repeats that same line and it like breaks something in Clementine's brain and that's when she starts to spiral. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because okay. she's like, and she's starting to have these memories again. That makes sense. Or like, she's feeling like stuff is missing about yeah. like yeah it's just like not right and uh, yeah then it made so much more sense like the first time watching it when she was like i just don't feel right i don't feel good you know and i still hadn't yeah. fully yeah. processed that like she got her memories right you know like i just was like she's, she's all over the place you know she's delusional. yeah like we're in the timeline we were right i thought uh, the first time i was watching uh, that i watched it i thought she was going to be suicidal right towards the end yeah, that may, that would make sense. I did, yeah. Not looking forward to. Um, I my other question was so he gets that note that like says she erased her memories of him. Yeah. And then he takes it to the doctor to Howard and Howard says mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to see this. Is that true? I don't think or he got he... it. No, he saw it from David Cross and them. Yes, David Cross oh, was sent it. For some oh, reason oh, he oh, was they were friends. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and that's why the that's why David Cross's wife was so mad that he was showing it to Joel. Okay, that's another oh, okay. um, interesting thing. Um, I the, think yeah, their relationship, is like their relationship, and that they're not considering like erasing their memories, or they they don't break. I think I don't know. For me, they were kind of an example of like the they they just stay together. But then I think it could be debatable, like. Should they be breaking up? Whether like, or not they should. should they, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what's the what is yeah, the lesson? Yeah, because there's no like there? like redemption arc for them, right? right that's just what it is. They're not happy at the end. 
<laughs> well, that's kind of what I feel like the point is, is like that's, I, I don't know, I guess that's like staying in. I don't totally agree with that. Like, oh, just stay together and keep yelling at each other and stuff. <laughs> but was confused by that note oh sorry oh no i think i was just gonna say they're i don't know an example of just people who i don't know maybe they're like a grounding presence of like people not getting their memories erased you know because everybody every other relationship is kind of this in the film is connected to someone who got their memory erased right yeah every other relationship in this movie is is messed up in some way as is to, is not yeah. together or like has fallen apart yeah. like we don't see anybody else um he- in a healthy way together and yeah. i don't know that <laughs> you all. could argue that they're super healthy but they have clearly been together for a very long time and right. are not considering breaking up or erasing each other's you know or erasing right. the memory of each other um i was confused by that paper because i guess i missed that it was david crosses i think it was mm-hmm. just like because he's just, like, looking at mail, right? And no, he pulls like, it he out. He's it. like, I can't watch him do this anymore. Oh, and he okay, pulls okay. it out, and she's like, don't right. do that. Come on. I must have missed that, like, those lines. But because mm-hmm. I was like, um, order, I thought it was, like, sent to him, which obviously it wasn't. But, it, like, the when Dr. Howard says, like, you weren't supposed to see this, part of me mm-hmm. was like, is that a trick? Because, like, they want them to get their, like, things erased, too, so they can, like, get the money for it, like, so they can get more <laughs> business. Like, are they purposely sending these notes to the exes and being like, they forgot you, come forget them. Mm. Like, that was kind of what I took from yeah. it. But um, it, that was wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. I like that the one woman in the waiting room is forgetting her dog. Her dog. I related That's... to that so much. <laughs> Oh my! Not I, really. I just Taiko was like sick on like a few days ago, and I had a full <laughs> breakdown, and I was like, I would erase. I thought of you with that. <laughs> I thought of that. <laughs> yeah, but you, how could you erase that? No, I I could never. You could never. I could never. But I would get the impulse to be like, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to think about this anymore. That it, it the the emotional core of the memory thing is interesting because I have like read and and done meditations where it's like specifically calling on a memory or or something like I, what it's making me think of it is last year my dog was like very very sick and I was in Chicago and like it seemed like he was like definitely gonna die and like he didn't but like now he's like hobbling around and you're like right that makes sense that you almost died last year but he's okay right now um and he's just like having you know lots of issues that aren't near death and I like specifically did do this like meditation on like you like call up a memory um or you specifically like think about a situation so that you can meditate on the emotion and allow yourself to, to fully experience the emotion in like a, yeah. a safe, uh, focused way, you know, like instead of getting totally flooded and overwhelmed by it, it's like, okay, where do I feel that? And, and is it, does it have a color? Is it hot? Is it cold? You know, like, what is it? It's like inside out. What is, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like the inside out characters during this yeah. procedure. Yeah. <laughs> like during these procedures, they're just running around screaming <laughs> as things are disappearing. Yeah. Aww. They're taking stuff. That's I mean, funny. that's, this movie is quite similar, yeah, it is similar. Like, i was thinking that too <laughs> yeah but uh when you were inside 
his mind it was very surreal right because we're like we're not in reality we're not in the same place all the time we're not um it's like memories are like mixing with each other you know like like we're going to different places in the same memory and like it just seemed like a very realistic way to depict what dreams and like memory feels like it was it was very mm-hmm. interesting. and like the way he can't move but he's trying to wake up it's like sometimes you feel yeah. that in dreams and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and how he wakes up and you know that there's just this one thing that stuck with him that was like a feeling i can't tell you how many times recently i've like woken up from dreams and i'm like i don't i don't i do not know the substance of the dream but i wish i could describe the feeling like this yeah. weird essence i feel that is not anything tangible or anything i can put into words and i was thinking about that watching it i agree that they yeah created they did a really good job um i wrote down don't smother your children but why not (laughs) or or don't let them smother each each other other. i well no it was (laughs) i I wrote why is he smothering her (laughs) i was like i don't get they're like we're just playing and i was like what the hell but it reminded me wait well then later you see them smothering each other it's the next scene i know but i was like but still why like well i think it's just one one memory slash dream like leading into the next where yeah they're just like crossing over i don't know maybe that related to the when he pretended to be dead with the ketchup it was like a i I think think it's like a pretending to (laughs) to die thing i don't i don't know it i was questioning that the first time i watched it too but weird relationship just like a a, a inside joke fun you know bit where it's like did you kill me i don't know like you're just like (laughs) pretending to kill each other did you murder me with a pillow maybe you did and i liked that like how earlier in it like the ketchup thing it's like he's trying it one last time and that's like literally the last night they're together my skin is crawling (laughs) (laughs) she's like she she steps over him and goes my skin is crawling oh yeah and and you're like oh that's sad. Um, you know when your jokes fall me, flat? Uh, oh. <laughs> do I? Do I ever? <laughs> God, do I? <laughs> no, but it reminded me, there was like this, there was a scene on Scrubs where they like did a, they were like, why are there no PSAs about smothering? And then JD has like a, like a daydream where he's like doing a, the more you know, and he's like, you come home, you, t- you untie your tie, you smother your children, you have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you eat dinner, and then he goes, "No, don't smother your children." Mm. And it just says, "The more you know," <laughs> and that is the exactly what popped into my head when they started smothering each other. I was like, "Don't smother your children." Don't smother your children. Do do do. Yeah, I think I do think this movie did a good job of putting in these very specific things that, even if they were like, if you were like, I don't get it. It kind of helped their case because it was like, well, it's their own inside thing. Or even and yeah. even with the the other people, like the Mark Ruffalo group, like there's like stuff they were doing and that was like, why are you doing that? But it was like, OK, well, yeah. that's their thing. That's what yeah. they do. It made it feel I, more yeah, realistic. I mean, relationships, specifically like intimate ones, are often very weird. Like oh, yeah. if you were to look at them from the outside, <laughs> mm-hmm. like weird, weird little like, I don't know, quirks and things you do. Um, I bet Charlie Kaufman, and- the screen, the screenwriter of this, I bet his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend saw this movie and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that was our we thing. We said we'd never tell anyone about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, or even stuff like when he like shoves his face into her armpit. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. right, you guys are intimate with each other. You're yeah. intimate. Intimate is like a gross word. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes sense that you think that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll unpack that another time yeah that's where yeah. <laughs> mini episode where Alyssa just gives me like counseling just intimacy yeah. counseling yeah oh god I don't even want to think about it um <laughs> <laughs> oh I wrote down something okay I great. wonder how this would go in, in this concept in the social media age yeah he'd be looking at a lot of her like how would they so wipe much... would they wipe pe- people's social yeah. media for them well like, would they wipe like every time you looked at their like picture right from your memory because like because you remember posts all the texts all the every like whatever yeah so there's a, a little show <gasps> oh boy little british show on netflix called black mirror okay i was just gonna say that as a joke and then you that's what <laughs> <laughs> He was making and the joke. He was making the joke. They even though that's get my into, thing. Sorry, jo- yeah, sorry. Jokes are exclusively for Courtney. Thank you. No, they 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 do get into a lot of like that kind of because it's a very dark show. Mm-hmm. It's like how technology could go wrong essentially. And uh, well, how, so has oh right, seen? the one where um all your memories are recorded, right? Is that what you're yes. talking about? So that's the yeah, that's uh. The entire history of you. And yeah, so they can like block, you can like block people in real life. So you like when you see them in real life, mm. to you, they look like this blob, mm. this like gray blob, and like you can't hear them. Like it's just like a mom, mom, mom. It's like the Charlie Brown adults. So yeah, I wonder if it would work like that. So you forget them, but then like in real life or when you're seeing stuff of theirs on social media, it just turns into like this amorphous Mm -hmm. thing that you can't really even perceive like you don't even notice that you're looking at. oh i see yeah and then i also wondered would you like how he didn't notice or how he was like huh there's two years of my journal missing and just like kind of thought he hadn't been writing or something like uh it's it would people be like where did all like wow the last time i posted was how long ago or something you know or (laughs) it would just i guess this being in people's heads, I feel like um, social media is like, is this who you really are versus like the image you put out? So who who you're really in your head versus who you are to the world. So I just yeah. had this. I think when I saw the, you know, the cassette, that's when I was wondering, oh, what would this be in with smartphones and social right. media? Yeah. That's smart. And digital technology. And it was a lot for my, my brain to think about. <laughs> What was your opinion <laughs> yeah. on the voiceover? With it, like on his the, journals? Was it of his journals? I, I think thought it was, it was, all, I it was just a voiceover. I, I think it was all his journals. And so when it's something like that, I'm like, okay, there was, it wasn't just this weird him talking to who, me, you know, who, it's, I felt if it was his journals, which is what I thought it was, I I was down with that. I didn't care for it that much 
No. I don't like you voiceover in general. Voiceover right. averse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I am. I am definitely voiceover averse, especially and when <laughs> that's how the movie starts. Mm. But because mm. it was such a confusing. Also, it's he seemed like a guy who'd be like journaling and maybe even talking to himself. I don't know. So it, <laughs> it, it because it was such a confusing movie. I didn't mind the help. Yeah, that's fair. I bet it was like a like they took it in for um like audience like testing, like like feedback, like a focus group. And people were like, I don't understand where he is or, <laughs> what is he? What's, or going what's going on. And they're like, Okay, um make sure you we you know he's he says he's going to Montauk. And you and- know, yeah. <laughs> now the now that this time I've fully processed we're in his head, again I'll say I like it because I think we're in his head. Like that, when I don't think we're in purpose- his head at that moment. Like in the yeah, well, maybe we are, but I don't how? know. Is it preparing how us? Be- I'm not saying we. I mean, how were we? In, not in the how were we sense. in his? I know, not in the sci-fi sense, but that's what I mean. Is like this movie is very much about his mental, um, right, emotional right. experience, and I think because I think it was the journals, um, I was okay with hearing his journaling. Okay. Yeah. But they proved that that was something he did all the time for the two years prior to. It wasn't like he just started journaling that day, you know. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I'm generally not voiceover averse, but maybe I've just not thought about it enough to be like, that's cheap, Mm. you know? Like, we just watched Father of the Bride a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, that is literally just him narrating like it starts it's like with, exposition it's literally yeah. just exposition it's I mean, maybe that was that time but it's just his exposition it's just him being like so my daughter just got married you know <laughs> and and so my thing is like who is he talking to and why you know there's yeah. no I think it's, it's not like, part of the story there's no reason for it so i think it's for me like we had so many professors at least i did because i guess we didn't I, I guess I'm realizing we didn't have yes. all the same ones um, in, in our, like, screenwriting program. And all so many of my professors, I was like, they're a huge thing, and they just really ingrained their, like, voiceover is lazy. Um, and now I, like... They were like, find another way to show it, right? To show it. Like, why are you just, like, it's like or a Or to have it through dialogue. Yeah. It's like a tool of, like, explicitly getting out, like here we are and what here's what we're doing and it's like why can't you like do that in a in a more like cohesive way natural way yeah yeah and also because people do voiceover and then it falls away like they'll do it in the beginning to be like oh i remember when i was nine years old and there was an earthquake Mm -hmm. oh boy was i scared and then my dad died but now here i am and then it goes away forever (laughs) um yeah that's fully ripped from the new screenplay i'm writing but (laughs) <laughs> I I think like I I was just always like voiceover and flashbacks. People are like lazy. Are there, figure out yeah. another way. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. am flashback averse. Don't like that. Yeah, me too. I just had to really think if anything I've written has flashbacks in it, and <laughs> it definitely <laughs> <Before> does. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, but it's a spec. Oh, are you? Oh, you're talking the about my sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an essential part of it. I mean, all the time. <laughs> no, but not all like, the time. Maybe I'm flashback averse in... In um, movies. In features. In movies, because in TV, I think that's like a tool. Pe- like, Especially I, like Because I don't... Yeah, I don't mind when like 30 Rock does it or Brooklyn Nine-Nine does it or 
um any of those well usually they're they make it pretty fun yeah like i think that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i mostly feel like that's the thing a lot of these people put down and they're not trying to but they say these things that sound like rules like you should not use voice you know but i personally in this movie think it fits because it's his journals we're in his then it segues us into his head where he is literally talking to um, he's watching his own memory and like kind of narrating it slash experiencing it but nobody can hear him so he can talk so i feel like it never fell away in this movie and that's why i kind of having had some time away from school and like that Mm. stuff can kind of hinder you because it takes the focus off of make sure that everything has a purpose and an intention and it puts it more on like oh don't do this do that so i don't want to make it sound like i love vo because no. I don't. And I don't want to make it something but I'm following. I love all, it all when everything these. has a purpose and every detail matters. Right. Yeah. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. There's something, yeah. but I also think the way his voice sounded was super weird. And like, for a second, <laughs> I was like, is that Jim Carrey? Like, the way his voice, yeah. like, the way I just like the sound and like the, I don't know, like, quality is probably the wrong word, but like, it sounded like a different person and I was confused. And then like, I did because the movie is confusing. I was like, okay, I get it. For I don't know, I just didn't like it. But I was just saying, like, I didn't mind. I I did like the like opening voiceover and Inside Out. Mm. Like that worked yeah. for me. I was like, okay. For in this one, it, <laughs> it bookends the movie. Yeah. And do we see? Do we hear it in the middle? I feel like we do. Do we not? Yeah, maybe like once. Maybe like once. Yeah. Honestly, they probably could have like they could it, it could even just be like oh they did it once in the middle and that threw me off and if they got rid of that I would have been fine with it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts in the whole movie was when uh, Howard's wife knocks Mark Ruffalo yeah like the fuck out. <laughs> that. <laughs> Because she hits him with, like, her whole arm, yeah, right? Just... It's not like a punch. It's not like a slap. It's just, like, her whole... She just puts her whole arm into him, and he goes down. Like, <laughs> he 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 gets knocked over, and I thought... I, I was cracking up. It was very funny. I agree. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like... And then she hits him a his... little more. I think his yeah. wife is... I think Howard's wife is the... MVP of the whole movie. I agree. Yeah, star of the show. And I again, I feel like that <laughs> was purposeful. Movie. I do feel like <laughs> when I saw her moment and everything, I was like, they they were like, yeah, this she's a big, she's an important she's part huge. of this. Well, that's the thing, yeah. like the the like, and she's in it for two minutes, almost mm-hmm. like B plot or subplot of like, like the techs doing whatever they're doing, like, mm-hmm. like the the middle like of the movie, they kind of seem like a little Irrelevant. yeah a little arbitrary like mark ruffalo and um kirsten dunst and then yeah. at the end like kirsten dunst is a huge part of this and mm-hmm. without her like this story wouldn't yeah. happen and like that her thing with howard is so fascinating and like even when he gets that call that he has to come in and she's like freaking out and you're like why is she freaking out and it seems like even she doesn't know why she's freaking out that mm-hmm. howard's coming yeah and then you see his wife and he like yeah. and she gives him a look. 
because mm-hmm. she knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then when she sends the tapes, like, what a nice use of that character. Like, she's the one that exposes the. Yeah. What they had done. The Well, and the wife, she, um, like, he, he really was, he really did go for work. He didn't even know. She was going to be there. Kirsten Dunst was going to be right. there. But <laughs> this wife, she had some some sixth sense that knew, like... I feel like if your husband has had an affair, even if you've forgiven mm-hmm. them, I feel like part of, And if they're leaving in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. part of you is like, okay. <laughs> oh, that does kind of segue into what I was going to say. The, the, her quote, the uh, blessed are the forgetful for they get the best even of their blunders. Yeah. But yeah. like that, when you, like what you just said, is if they've ever had an affair, mm-hmm. like you remember yeah. and it messes with everything. Right. <sighs> oh, the forgetful. The moment when, um, <laughs> the forgetful, the moment where Mark <laughs> Hi, Ruffalo and uh, Kristen Dunst were jumping on the bed with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey just flying there. <laughs> I was like, these Both people naked. need to be fired. Yeah, that one was yeah. a little much for me. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo on his high horse about stealing, you know, panties and. But then it was like, was that a joke? Things. It was a joke. He's, he was like Matt. He was like, that's that's disgusting. He was mad, and then yeah, and then, then he, he laughs. yeah, he's like, nah, and then he's like, <laughs> ah, panties, like yeah. right? That he was like Fake women's stuff. Yeah. And and then and then they're stealing booze. They're stealing an assortment of things. Yeah, and uh, oh maybe God, what a I, terrible I, haircut on Mark Ruffalo. Yes, that was most. Yeah. I actually Egregious. didn't even see his butt crack because I was always like that, that was hair, the though. most offensive part of the movie was yeah. Mark Ruffalo's hair. It wasn't fair because he's um, so terrible. hot. Yeah, it was mean to do that to him. Yeah, I, I do feel rude. like that middle part. I was like, both times I've been like, why am I seeing this? But then maybe now again, trying trying to assign a an intention and purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's this idea of there. We are not helping people. You know. We right. Yeah. We're do we're yeah. we're only taking from people. We're not giving them anything. <laughs> right. I was yeah. like, is Mark Ruffalo a doctor? <laughs> He's what, a clinician. What, what training so, does he have? A clinician okay. can be anyone from an aide to a nurse mm. to a therapist. A okay. Clinician is a very vague term. Okay. So he could be any of these things. I assumed he was a doctor. Because he was doing, he was part of like the research of well, it. Well, maybe he's like, like a med does, student. How does he not know that the patient might be able to hear some stuff? You know? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem like a good student. But then that's why I say like maybe they did know, even knowing, and they're just, they know they won't remember in the morning and so they don't care. Oh, which yeah. Which is yeah. hard. Oh, interesting. 100%. Yeah, that's, this is all me trying to assign a definitive yeah. purpose and intention to every bit of it. Right. But also um, I feel but... like what's great about movies like this and this movie is that it's so like like ambiguous and like cerebral, I guess. And it's just like, you know, whatever. It's the mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and it cerebral. brings up like... It, yeah, guys. It brings up a lot of questions. That's an SAT word. That... <laughs> Similar questions that I feel like Black Mirror often does yeah. is like, like something, definitely something that happens in Black Mirror is like, okay, so this awful, terrible thing happens to this person, but they forget it at the end of this experience. So is it bad? Mm. And you have to like be like, 
hmm, is it? I don't know. Because, like, Jim Car- Joel is having a very bad time in his mind. But he won't remember. During it. the process. Well, yeah, but you could argue, like, is that why he's so weird in the beginning? Is that is that part of it? Was he maybe not? But he, then we already we saw the first time they yeah. met. He was sitting alone. So, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a little awkward mm. weirdo. I like him. You, you know, like him. There's a movie. I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but there's a movie I saw. Like, it was on Netflix. So I saw it just, like, randomly. And it was called, it's called Timer. And it's, like, these people, like, you can get a, like, a timer put into your arm that tells yeah. you how long until you meet your soulmate. Yeah. And mm. then it just shows how it, like, fucks everyone up because everyone does it. And then some people, it's like, it's like they're going to be 80. So then they don't even date because they're like, well, they're not my soulmate. And then other people don't have, like, a time. It's like they, oh, they don't so have a soulmate. Have yeah, or, like, their soulmate died. So they'll have a timer and then it'll, like, <sighs> go away. Oh. Oh. But the, don't oh. like that at all. Oh, guys, it's like, <laughs> but it's like kind of like, it's so like, <laughs> this is it's all like so similar to this, so, but it's like kind of like in reverse. Right? Yeah. I'm so like forgetting yeah. people, you're like, I'm finally watching season four of The Good Place, and this is making me. I need to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of different like you need to... memories, lives. Yeah. If you're. If you're not feeling great about life right now, <laughs> maybe don't watch season four of The oh, Good no, Place. Oh, no, I'm not really? done yet. Oh, no. <laughs> when you know, I'm it's... so bad at finishing shows. Like, it's my, it's my, like, I can't finish, I hate finishing TV shows. I almost never do it. Like, <laughs> I almost okay. never watch the last episode Aww. because I always feel empty. <laughs> Like, I just feel terrible I think we need to get a little intimate with that empty feeling. Oh, God. See, this is is just my therapy. This is our our friend Emma once we were talking about this, and she was like, you need to get over that. (laughs) You do. You need to to dive into that. She was like, finish Jane the Virgin, and I did, and I felt terrible. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just feel so, like, depleted. I I feel like like, series finales are usually, like, the, the... They're terrible. It's like they're great when it's happening, like as it's happening, and you feel like, you know, happy, sad as it ends. And then afterwards, yeah, it can, it can be pretty sad because you're like, oh, it's over. No, even during, I'm like, oh. I hate this. Like, I hate knowing there's no more story. Like, I hate that it's <laughs> over. I feel so terrible. I I have not watched, I haven't watched any of season five of Broad City. I have not seen season seven of Parks and Rec. Um Whoa! Yeah, I have. I haven't seen any of that. I haven't and... seen. Oh, I've seen the end of Thirty Rock once, but I've watched the whole series like six times, and I always skip no, the last you haven't? episode. <laughs> what? Yeah, your 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 rewatches are incomplete. Oh yeah, you're right. I've seen uh, in, except the last episode. I just I <laughs> hate it. I watched the end of Jane the Virgin like very recently, and I was like, this is awful. Like, so I don't want to watch the end of Shit's Creek. Even though people say it's like oh. perfect, yeah, I'm so excited now that it's on Netflix. Also, the as soon as um, the movie ended, because we were watching it on Netflix, you know, Netflix just starts playing something else. They just started yeah. playing Shit's Creek, and I was like, "This is," I was like, "This is not the tone." No. I'm oh, not yeah. ready. I'm not I ready. Like, I don't want this stuff right now. Well, this is not the yeah. tone I'm going for after this movie. I feel like it's a good thing you guys are doing a podcast about features. 
and not show because <laughs> I don't want to finish a. At least you have to see the yeah. ending. Courtney, yeah, your original have, you, like pitch was you, for shows. Because I like TV more. I feel much True. more. I I like TV way more. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like watching the end of things. I've only seen but the last we need to, of We Gilmore need to dive Girls, into like, that. Twice. We're going to need to work on that. <laughs> but so Good Place, the, the, the last three episodes are incredible. Okay. That's about where but I'm at are. right now. I'm like starting the, la- I don't know if I saw the third to last yet, but yeah, I definitely have three, two or three more left, so. It is, but I mean, I saw, but yeah, I mean, the soulmates oh, thing, like all man. that stuff, is like where I'm at right now. Oh, don't it's, tell me. Can we talk it's again incredible. Tomorrow? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mini episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe if you're if you don't feel emotionally, you know, stable right now, maybe don't watch. And by the way, who uh, does? Good place. Right. Well, you that's know, why it's okay. I'll just take it out on. I'll just I'll just watch it with my with my husband and take it out on him. It'll be fine. I've learned nothing here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, now I know I can't watch the last season of The Good Place right now. <laughs> no, I think I am. I'm, I think I'm. I'm in a good. I'm in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't feel that attached to that show, so I think it'll be okay. Well, they, yeah, they took yeah mm. whatever. Any other my emotional issues you want to? Anyone wants to get into? Mm, um, maybe regret. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, mm. when they're in the sink, I think it's really creepy. Yeah, that was an upsetting part. I don't. Yeah. When he's a little kid, you don't like that. I liked when they were. We heard their voices, and they looked like little kids. That was cute. Yeah. I, that yeah. was cute, and you saw like she was a little girl and whatever. Yeah. But when it's like the whole like weird um, perspective mm-hmm. thing of the table and like what like why is she his mom's friend like that doesn't make a lot of sense and, and I, like the rules of that because he had to bring her to a memory that she wasn't actually. In. I know, but then he does it again, and she's just there and doesn't take on anyone's like which person. which time oh when they're in the sink. That's true. No, she's the she's still that lady. Well, she's still the friend. She, well, she, yeah, she's but she's tiny like him in the sink with yeah, him. Yeah, she's still so that doesn't make a lot of like the thing but... sense. Well, and none then of he it. does it. He does it again. But none when of it makes sense when he's um masturbating. Yeah. Oh yeah, she is just there. She's for that just one. there. Yeah. Um. Hmm. No one was in the room, so I, yeah, she she couldn't be anyone specific, right? And like, but I then think he takes he's... her to a bunch of places actually. Yeah. But so I don't get why she's the friend. The one that one scene connected with like the the memory where she talks about how being a kid is so hard because it feels like yeah, everyone ignores you. you. And so I personally, I mean, you know, I I I feel for for kids and I thought of you when she was giving that. Speech. Yeah, and then I and then I think he. I also appreciate this moment of seeing him being like. Why does this hurt so much? You know, why is this urge so strong? Because I think the idea is that there's a lot of times yeah. where kids are acting out or being annoying and they really just need to be seen. And, and yeah. people, I'm busy. I'm doing something else right now, you know, and they don't realize how how much it like hurts kids. And then we get older and you don't really remember it. But like those emotions are still there. And I don't know. Again, yeah. I could read into it very deeply and be like here's why it pertains <laughs> it's meant because to be. I feel you like, want to be yeah i think it was too and i yeah. think you're completely right and i think like 
I don't know. The feeling behind it is smart. I just didn't enjoy watching right. it. Right. I know. It, it, I agree. <laughs> yeah. it, it, the first time, especially, it was, it was hard to watch. But this time yeah. I saw a little bit more how it was reinforcing that point. And I don't know. It's like, are they also saying that maybe it connects to why there can be so many issues in relationships because we're like seeking this love that we didn't get as children parents. or so, this this utter acceptance well, unconditional aren't you acceptance just so smart oh <laughs> keep talking you're so smart <laughs> keep saying things 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 and more <laughs> things that we all need to think about um yeah i do think it could be connecting to that weird stuff of like our inner child like the part that is like you're just gonna leave is like the inner child really that's like and i won't be able to handle it and i feel like clementine has never gotten past that right and And then she's always see that neither has he exactly because in those memories she's like pushing she's like take then she you know take take me to that and then take me to the humiliation so you can finally get past this stuff so you can be more open with me but because he's never yeah. gotten past that stuff, it's like, you know, maybe that's what those I do. Th- it's weird stuff to talk about because it's like, oh, yeah, we're just like all children looking for like love and care and relationships. But I think the point is you have to see that you have to validate that and you have to kind of coddle that yourself so that you can be with someone else in a healthy way. And you don't <laughs> you don't put on them. I need you to solve all the issues of my child. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. right well but they have to be aware of it and i i don't know that clementine ever was like i think him taking this like memory version of clementine through all these memories these weird memories of yeah. like as a child and getting caught masturbating like he's healing himself yeah he let her see the world well, he's yeah he's finally letting her even though it's not actually her finally letting her see these parts of him that uh that he had never let her into and before. I th- and it's and she has been at like she's been asking the whole film like let me in because mm-hmm. yeah. but like it's weird because right. she as a person isn't actually seeing those things mm-hmm. it's his like imagination of yeah. her so it's all just right. like this like kind of confusing like <laughs> convoluted thing because it's like but maybe now he'll yeah because he'll he'll he's now. like healed himself but like what did clementine do during this wouldn't it be funny if we saw like a, like in a <laughs> Like an extra scene. Well, I did like to imagine that, like, did she go to Montauk that day? Like, was she dreaming about that? Like, you know I'm into this stuff. Like, this, yeah, these yeah. metaphysical <laughs> connections. And, like, I liked at the end of it to, or at least when they got, they saw each other again to think, like, did she dream all night with him? Where, where was their subconscious somehow connected? Oh. You know, I like to kind of start to imagine that. And think that maybe she got some vibe, like maybe stuff happened outside yeah. of the physical. But that's, yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that they get back together and then they get into a fight where he's like, you didn't try to keep my memory? What? Like when you were- like, You just let them erase? You didn't fight? <laughs> you just let me- You didn't even yeah. try to take me back to I your don't... humiliating moments? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty plausible. Because I went She was pretty it. into the process. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, like, yeah. Nah, get definitely out. plausible. I do wonder though if the point of the movie and the, the whole the reason why Kirsten Dunn's character did what she did is because it's like, oh no, everyone probably in the middle of this the memory erasing is going no regrets no, it. Yeah. I don't want to lose yeah. it. You know, 
like it, it, maybe that's the idea is that every person is being tortured. Well, also, like, how could you not? You're seeing all the like the lovely memories and you're watching them disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you not be like, this was a mistake? Because you're not. And I do think that's part of the movie. That's part of the point is like that you don't just go. Th- if you erase all of it and if you actually go through or even like in times that you're upset, if you actually sit and think, you realize like this feels like everything right now, this bad stuff. But actually, everything is the the majority is the really good stuff. But you totally forget about it in the times when you're, you know, fighting or whatever. And so right. that's why I feel like everybody yeah. probably that got this memory raising done was probably being tortured throughout the whole thing. Like, oh, no, wait, I love this. It was kind of great. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes is the uh, the final or I guess first scene of uh, Joel and Clem meeting yeah. when they're at the beach, and she takes him into the house, and they're they're doing the stuff that happened in the memory, but then they kind of get off track, and they're like having and a they real just conversation. Start, they just start talking, yeah, and and she, he he walks out the door like he did in real life, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Why don't you come back?" And he's like, "Well, I didn't." I, I left and and she's like well uh, what I wish what I had you... the actual line because it's really good is it okay but I like... think I wrote it down is it um oh sick. make up a goodbye at least then we can pretend we had one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she says what if you didn't uh, this time yeah right yeah, yeah yeah uh and I just thought that was that was really cool because like that I feel like another theme of this movie is like regret because like so much of memory is like thinking about what you could have done differently yeah yeah and he said he has one line where he's like wish i wish i'd done a lot of things Mm. when he's talking to uh in in that same conversation i don't know i think uh, you know that you always talk about like yeah you you can't have regrets but you but everyone does yes yeah yeah everyone has regrets and and but that's okay like the memories even though the memories are imperfect they're not worthless and I even feel like in going over, I'm kind of thinking about the inner child thing and in going through his memories, he's like, was able almost to validate why he ran away. It's like the way you said go sounded really mean. And she's like, it did, you know, and, yeah. you know, it's kind of like acknowledging that like, well, her, that scared part of herself that's like, you're just going to get tired of me or you're going to see, yeah. you're going to see this stuff wrong with me. It was like, go, that's the defense is like right. being mean. And then he hears that and feels like a rejected little kid. And he's like, I, I'm going to definitely get out of here. Yeah. And so it's, so it's not all on him. Right. It's on both of them. And it takes so much validating from both to have that calm Im- imagined conversation, like wasn't actually mm-hmm. what really happened, but to, <laughs> to think maybe from now forward, maybe the conversations could go a little more like that. Like maybe it could be like, it hurt that you did that. And she's like, oh, you're right. Yeah. That was kind of mean. It was like, oh, yeah. well, what if what if we try something else? They finally start to have healthy relationships, and then he forgets all of them. Yeah, he forgets it all. But no, we see a glimpse of it in the end, though. That's what I right. think. Is right. like the... Well, and that's, uh, they, they've both had these, like, latent memories that didn't get erased. So hopefully he held on to uh, the, you know, non-toxic relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe he went through some 
Yeah. Probably went through some healing going all the way back to, to the child to infancy. <laughs> yeah. That was so weird, yeah, that he was a baby and getting sung the Clementine song or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, since it you was were a baby, like, you, you were Why was she in there? Her. And also he was so tiny. Like it was so <laughs> I, it was really just the visual. Like I I understood what was going on, but I was like, I don't like seeing him. Where did like- they get a sink that big? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my actual problem. I immediately went went to Lowe's and was like, "Big sink." I need a Jim Carrey size sink now. <laughs> I bet the set designer was like reading the script, just like motherfucker, fucking God giant. Ass. Yeah, the produ- yeah, the production design was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> One giant. Like, kitchen. You know what? We're gonna give it all to the CG guys. These yeah, writers. They just <laughs> they just yeah, whatever they want. They just come sinks. in here. Thinking I'll just make whatever they want. I bet they want the faucet to work, too. care. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... It was nice. It's... Uh, that's the only other thing I, I was like, I I related to (laughs) it. It was nice. There was this one time in college where some guy called me nice, and I was so offended call me a nice girl and i was now i i think i'm nice girl yeah he was like he was like you're just such a nice girl and i was like you haven't taken a single goddamn moment to get to know me wow this has been a lie you know it was just like i loved when when elijah wood was like saying like all these things about her and and he said nice and she just goes what nice what nice the way she screams what made me laugh out loud that that was the point where i was like you know what I also very much relate to this. Now I guess I'm I'm a little bit okay. I'm a, I'm more okay with nice. I'm like, yeah, nice is nice. But then mm-hmm. I was like, how could now we're done? It wasn't when yeah. you when you ghosted me that was one thing, but calling me a nice girl, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. All right, are we ready for some reviews? Ooh. We forgot more fun facts. Oh, oh no. We what? forgot the Oscar stuff. Oh my! Mo- okay, so it was nominated. Stuff. How dare you? <laughs> um, it was nominated for two Oscars and it won one. So it has it fifty percent. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it won for best writing of an original screenplay. The screenplay was by Charlie Kaufman. Story by what? What did we say? Mikael. Mikael Gondry. And Pierre Bismuth. Pierre Bismuth. Pierre Bismuth. Um, are we canceled now <laughs> no but I, if our one friend Sarita listens to this I'll, I'll get notes because okay. um, I like to do a French accent in front of her and she hates it um, and then it was nominated for Kate Winslet was nominated for best performance by an actress in a leading role heck yeah deserved she's great. but she didn't get it she said in an no mm. <laughs> no she's a real loser that yeah way. Yeah. Where she maintained any her, sort of career. Her first Oscar was in, I think, 2009 or 10 for The Reader. Oh. But she had been nominated a bunch. I think it's really, because she was nominated for Sense and Sensibility and for Titanic, and there's probably, like, something I'm forgetting in between there. But I think it's funny that her, like, least known and revered role is what she won the Oscar for. Yeah. Like, who's seen The Reader? Like, who's watching The Reader being like, that was great? No, haven't seen it. Don't care. <laughs> Kate Winslet's in in a in a bathtub with a Nazi, or she is, or is she the Nazi? Now this I don't. You remember. said this was her sex tape. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oscar winning sex tape, which by the way is what we're all going for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you, I think I deal, I think I deal threesome is close, but yeah, <laughs> I think that the person who's actually closest to like winning an Oscar for a sex tape is probably Kim Kardashian. It, she won more than an Oscar. Truly. <laughs> she won an empire. empire. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I'm not judging her about her sex tape. I think it's fine. What other fun facts did we miss? Um, no, that was it. Oh, you made it seem like I missed a lot. A lot. We didn't. No. We didn't go over the cast. I guess we kind of did, though. We were talking about. We true, just we kind of talked about how yeah, it was. I mean, we missed. Um, I feel fine. We didn't miss anyone. The people we yeah, didn't mention, really. it's because they don't matter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the actress right. that um, plays Howard's wife? I don't even have her on there, but she looked really Yeah, familiar. she just seemed like, I don't know. I sh- I felt like I should know oh. who that is. Well, I hope Tyler looks it up. A fun fact was that there was a scene that was cut in which um, Joel has a like one night stand with his ex-girlfriend who was <sighs> played uh, by Ellen Pompeo. Naomi? Yeah, Naomi. Naomi, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Ellen Pompeo, Ellen Pompeo, who is the lead of Grey's Anatomy. She's Meredith Grey. Huh. And she's made so much money, it's insane. <laughs> so, uh, Deirdre O'Connell. Hmm. Oh. Don't, played, don't know who uh, that is. Howard's wife. She was in, uh, she's most known for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, really? <laughs> Great. Oh, I okay. expected that to not be what she was most known for. <laughs> uh, Secondhand Lions, a film, a 2003 film, just just before Eternal Sunshine. I just, think she maybe looks like an actress that we okay. know. She was in Dragonfly. Okay. She was in St. Vincent, uh, the 2014 film. That is with a film Bill I have Murray. seen. She was in that. Okay. I have no memory of hmm. her. Maybe she's been erased. Maybe it got wiped. Yep. Same joke. Um, Very nice. Still no laughs. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, now can I read these reviews? Absolutely. Okay. Go for it. This is from Tim W. August 2nd, 2020. And this made me laugh. I love these. This made me laugh really hard because I think Tim wrote a review for the wrong movie. <laughs> uh, and I checked like four times. It was on. It was under Eternal Sunshine. So quite oh, possibly... The most boring, crappy movie I've ever sat through. The reviewers who rated this so high must just fawn over (laughs) any liberal-themed, vacuous film released. This movie has absolutely no good redeeming value. A writer has a one-night stand and nine years later, a couple kids and a wife... Nine years, a couple kids and a wife later reunites with the liberal Euro trash chick and the movie's end has him missing his plan plane to stay with her. Total crap. Half star. So, I don't think that's this movie. I think that was satire. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, is that, is this uh, Lost in Translation? That's what I thought it was, too. <laughs> is that maybe, do you think that, Tim, what was it, Timothy W? Yeah, Tim. Do you w. think Tim W was making a joke? No. No, He's definitely just not. If they use, so one one word that has been, uh, that has come up a lot is, um in, in these uh, reviews, is vacuous. Yeah. People who are trying to sound smart use the word vacuous (laughs) when describing films right don't know why 
it does sound pretty, you know. Sounds smart. Sounds smart. I don't yeah. know what it means. But I also was like, I read this like four times because I was just like. Just means empty. Just say empty. Yeah, empty. I was just like, no one has a wife or kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Nine years, couple kids, wife later. Tim, are you lost? Yeah, Tim's, Tim is <laughs> lost. I think that's really. I think that was Tim's issue with this movie is that he didn't understand. Like he thought he was watching something else. I also yeah. think this was an extremely conservative movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, liberal. Yeah, not liberal at all. Any liberal themed. What's worse, the libs or the dems? <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> I'm going to put a poll on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> please let me know. That's yeah. That's really good. Please, please vote accordingly. Okay, this is by Louis or Louis R. Um, posted December twenty third, two thousand nineteen. Hollow acting job by Jim. The story is told in such a complicated way that it gets in the way of what's actually happening. Their romance really comes off as forced and creepy with the age difference. They really don't have good chemistry. Just really pretentious and fake artsy movies. Normies will love it. <laughs> One star. Well, I did love it. This normie loved it. I love yeah. a few things about this review. I love that he says, calls him Jim. Jim. Yeah. I lo- yeah, I love how. <laughs> a firsthand, really, you know. He's so account. comfortable. He's like, hollow acting job, Jim. Didn't care yeah. for it. He's just, and he knows what'll hurt Jim. You know, he's just... Yeah. (laughs) This is actually Jim's dad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Normies will love it. Age difference. I, so... I didn't think there was an age difference. Well, he does call Patrick the... the, She's dating some young guy, but I didn't think... Sure. ...that they had a big age difference. They might. Kate Winslow was probably pretty young. That's what I'm looking at. Um... Okay, so he is 13 years older than her. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like that this review was written December 23rd, 2019. Yeah, this guy was like, I am tired of being with my family for the Christmas. Yeah, two days before <laughs> yeah. Christmas. He's, two days before Christmas, he's like, I need to get away. I just need to watch a dumb movie. You thought on he was Netflix. watching Ace Ventura. Let's look at this thing. I wonder if he got this, I wonder if he got this movie in like a gift exchange. <laughs> Like at a holiday party, and he was like, I guess I'll watch White it. White elephant. Yeah. And yeah. Then he, I also think. Watches it. He's like. Mmm, I also I liked it because I feel like the really pretentious and fake artsy movie is how like some people probably see this. Yeah. I, so I, like, I do that's see. Apt. that's I definitely see can it. see how people see it that way. And they're like, why did you make me yeah. think so hard? Like. <laughs> That's I every started this in th- movie that tries to do. Yeah, something. that's every movie. Well, we do especially on this and this one especially starts. <laughs> yeah. it, you really can get fooled. Like you really think you're watching them meet, yeah. and then this is a bamboo. You're like yeah. fast forwarding or something. So really, yeah. You know what? I think I've changed my whole opinion because of this review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's a real one by Jonathan Rosenbaum of the Chicago Reader. Oh, <clears throat> oh. Chicago of the of the Royal Rosenbaums. You, you shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Don't mention that to me. <laughs> don't you don't speak those words to me. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. So me. <laughs> I'm still so on Tyler's sorry. side. That's fair. <laughs> Everyone should be. <laughs> um. 
Okay. The Best Work to Date by screenwriter Charlie Kaufman. This was developed from a story by Michael, or Mikael, Michel Gondry, and artist Pierre Bismuth. Uh, Pierre Bismuth. It has as <laughs> much um, challenging originality as its predecessors, as well as a more satisfying ending and a keener sense of lived experience. The um, sci-fi, I think. Premise has a ring of contemporary truth emerging from a failed romantic relationship. The hero, Jim Carrey, discovers that his ex, Kate Winslet, has hired a company to erase all her memories of him. He enlists their services too, but technical screw-ups send him into a kind of temporal freefall in which past and present consciousness bleeds together. Brilliantly constructed and engagingly executed, this has quite a few tricks up its sleeve. The most impressive being that all uh, concerned trim their talents to the particular needs of the movie, what? I don't yep. get that. <laughs> you want to read the last line again? Um, brilliantly constructed and engagingly executed, this is quite a few tricks up its sleeve. The most impressive being that all concerned trip trim their talents to the particular needs of the movie. I think he's talking about the supporting cast. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I yeah. do agree with that. It was just, you know, yeah. vacuous. <laughs> is, I feel like every time we read these like I mean I, I read them I find the like home reviews the ones from like the real film critics are so like like pointless like I feel yeah. like if someone read this like just read this they would be like uh, like as you're really like thinking about it you'd be like wait but did he like it? yeah yeah <laughs> which is the whole point of film critic I to be like especially in newspapers to be like go see this or don't mm. so I feel like if a lot of these you read them and you're like but wait. But what's the point? But should I see it? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, he he. Def- is this the whole review? Yes. This is the entire. This thing. is the entire review. Okay. This one Maybe- was harder to find reviews because a lot of them had expired. Oh, like I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't have well, access to them. And a lot of like, I mean, nowadays reviews are so long. I think this might I be mean, a like, um, like a news, like a newspaper cut out yeah i think it's the that this was put on the website in 2012 so i think this might be a condensed version of what was either an original review or this guy's just going back and reviewing movies yeah 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 i don't i think the way they describe like uh the best work to date by screenwriter charlie kaufman yeah it has a like and he just he does just describe the plot all of them do that and i should have taken it out but i didn't because I did this like two seconds before we got on the call. <laughs> Brilliantly constructed Brilliant and second. engagingly executed. Yeah. So there's, it's just, you have to like. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, you have to think about it. And who likes thinking? Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, we need to rate it. We here at film school uh, university. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite we, we, film we and what's a... your favorite school? uh we have a we have a system for for ranking ranking movies and that is how many out of 10 oscars would you get would you give this movie tyler do you want to go first sure i'll go first i really like this movie i find it very interesting non non non-vacuous and it makes me think about life and stuff and i really like movies that do that and it gives off just enough sci-fi vibe that i'm real into 
because I'm that kind of bitch. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think all the actors are pretty pretty outstanding. So I'll give it. Hmm, I'd give it like a like a nine probably. Okay, nine out of ten Oscars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, Aliki, do you want to go next? Okay. Um. Wow. That's a lot of Oscars. Um, I think I am trying to channel how I felt after the first time I watched it, as we said, it was recently. And I feel like it, I'm really hooked on this idea of like, of movies that every detail has a person, purpose and matters. So I very much appreciated how this one, definitely every single thing matters. And if not, as I've proven discussing here, you can like... Assign, assign meaning to it. So, um, I think I would give it seven or eight Oscars. Can I give it seven and a half Oscars? Pick. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. seven yep. and a half Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Courtney, how about you? Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> I think this movie is so smart. Um, and. I, it's, it's so smart and it's so well, like, like constructed and like crafted and the acting's great. That, that being said, I think I enjoyed talking about it more than I enjoyed watching it. Um, and I really, like, I really like talking about it and I think that's like a reason to watch it so you can like discuss all this fun stuff, but I don't think I'm, I'm want to watch it again. Um, but I think I'll give it seven. Out of ten, yeah. it's so smart. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. maybe it's too smart for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might yeah. be the actual <laughs> issue is that like this movie is smarter than me. But it's like another thing that we need to uh, unpack. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is truly really smart. smart though, and and like it is fascinating to watch. But it and uh and it really does make you think. But I don't want to. I don't want to do it again. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I I think that that's why I'm like rating it off of the first time I watched it, and I. Again, very happy that we discussed it, but I agree. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to watch that one again <laughs> one month later. <laughs> yeah. But everybody should watch it if they haven't. Yeah, yeah I but think it is. A, I think of the nonlinear movies I've seen, like I would definitely pick this one every time. This one feels like it's it has um, like so much control mm-hmm. over the nonlinear sort like. I you I feel like you feel like uh, like safe. You know, sometimes you watch movies and they're like nonlinear or they're weird, and you're just like, I don't think they know what's yeah, going on. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't think they have a good right. Grasp like on when this. the the thumb yeah. people faces show up, you're kind of like, Am I okay? And then you're like, I am okay. I am okay. There, but you there do is feel a purpose like, here. You're like they yeah. know. They know what's they going know. on. They know. There's a reason. Yeah. They know I was supposed to. Feel I'm going this way. somewhere. Yeah. This night will right. end. <laughs> <laughs> one movie an example i would give of a movie that might not know where it's going all the time in its non-linear bullshittery <laughs> is uh about time this movie reminded me about i did write a few things like yeah. about time yeah no i agree i agree that about time doesn't know its rules <laughs> yeah and it seems like about time is really funny to me because it seems like the writer couldn't go back in the script and change things <laughs> like it felt like as things were coming it was like oh wait <laughs> it was like just go back in final draft and delete or add 
that being said, like, I do enjoy About Time. It's a fun mm-hmm. movie, but it really is. Logically, I, it I, does I, make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. It is impressive how much logical sense this one makes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did write the the scene where they're on the beach, like running. It reminded me about in of in About Time when he's with his dad. Oh yeah. And he's like a little boy. And you're like, right. how? <laughs> Wait a minute. And you're like, I'm pretty sure you told me in the middle of this film you couldn't fucking do that, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I really can't get over that final shot, honestly. Or not the final shot. The the shot of them on the ice. The like Yeah, oh I the iconic shot. That yeah, that's the poster. I wrote that too. I was like, that shot is oh so my cool. God. It's like yeah. That's is the shot cool. of him in the cape g- getting on the bike, is that kind of famous or something? For some reason, that that clip when he has his cape and he's and then it all disappears from that memory and he gets on the bike, that, I don't know why, I felt like I had seen that before or that that was something. Yeah. Maybe. But yes, them on the ice, I don't of know. course. But that, the- I don't know why that one... I felt like I knew it. I felt, no, I just not have knowing nothing about this movie. The first time I was, I felt like I knew right. that shot. I had definitely seen them on the train. Mm. Me too. Before I saw this movie, you know what I mean. Me too. I like that she called it a night picnic. She did that earlier. <laughs> she was like, "We have a night picnic." Yeah. And I was like, I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> I wonder if that was in the script or like Kate Winslet. Yeah, because they that never have like, a no. night picnic. But she was like, "We're gonna have a night Let it- picnic." <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to marry you. <laughs> oh, my God. That Which was a, is a very, like... That's so aggressive. Ah, yeah. yeah that's and when I agree. thought that that really was their first meeting, and then later, she's like, let's have a baby. I'm like, this girl, this girl needs a little monkey. Yeah. And I was like, that's what women that's- do. They just get in there. You say, I'm going to marry you. Let's have babies. Nag, nag, let's nag. Have, let's have a baby. Nah, nah, nah. Commitment, commitment. And again, <laughs> I felt very similar. <laughs> <laughs> well, Courtney, yeah. what, what, movie, what movie are we watching next, next week? We're watching Psycho. Oh, that's crazy. Hell yeah. Halloween episode. We're going to get a little spooky, but not too spooky because yeah? I can't handle that. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, another one I've seen before. Great. God, I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I mean, we knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But uh, oh god, I, uh, Halloween is so fast approaching. Yeah. This the episode will come I out November first, so it'll come out the day after Halloween. Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it streaming anywhere? Is it easily accessible? No, or are we I don't have think to so. I need to rent it. <laughs> All right, that's okay. I might buy it. Yeah, it's a it's a good that's, one. That's one to own. You know, you know what's fun about this is I can be real douchey because I have a I have a book just about the shower scene in Psycho. So, so we can get yeah, I'll, into I'll it. I'll start highlighting this week. Yeah. <laughs> Crack open a new pack of them. A new pack of highlighters. Yeah. Just talk about a 300-page book on one scene and one movie. Oh, have you ever seen I haven't. I was going to say I think that I'm going to finally <gasps> watch it. Because you should, I, it's I'll watch and then I'll I'll listen, and I'll say I disagree <laughs> with everything that. they're saying. <laughs> do it on Twitter. I don't like that. I Courtney. Do that. I don't like at, that at Courtney Cordell girl. Hall. I can do that. Yeah, this Courtney girl. What, it's, uh, I don't sounds like, like she opinions. never went to film school. 
I don't like her opinions. Her voice is, is shrill. Yeah, I do think shrill. I do think your voice is nice though, so that would be a lie. Oh, I thought you were gonna say shrill no, and I wasn't be like Not at all. It's very nice. Take it. It's very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow your sadness. That won't be my insult. <laughs> it'll be, it'll oh be something my. else. <laughs> Scary, you want cool, scary? Cool, 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 Try great. Courtney Ellen Hall's opinions. <laughs> yeah, I say I just say um crazy things and then forget about hot them. takes. Scary <laughs> takes. Hot takes. Heck yeah. Spooky. Yeah, so I'll watch. So Aliki, if uh, do you have anything to promote? Do you wanna do you wanna shout anyone out? What is there anything? You know, uh, let's why not bring uh, Ideal Threesome Comedy back <laughs> into the yeah, mix? Yeah, there it is. I mean, I'm a I'm a, a, a you know I watch the Social Dilemma. I'm taking a break from social media. <laughs> That's, so except yeah. except when you get back on to promote this yeah. podcast. <laughs> except when I, get, I know I am this this will be my first post on like Instagram in a long time because. Oh, I'm just taking That's taking exciting. a break, and I will go right back to taking a break afterwards. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. no, I I am pretty proud of my little website, aleakycomedy.com. So if you're if you're looking nice. for a screenwriter to help you with any uh, comedy screenwriting needs, uh, I'm here for you. Uh, I also just would love to make some new friends. You know, I'm kind of lonely. So. <laughs> you know, when you're not on social Heck, media, yeah. it gets lonely. So. <laughs> So, re so reach What's, out, uh, you know. Yeah. Where can they find you on uh, the social medias? No, you know, I did make a TikTok and I a little oh. bit use it and I got the username at verified content. So, <laughs> so if you're on, awesome. if you're on the TikToks, don't expect much, but I'm there. I'm there with like Heck three yeah. followers and, you know, at verified content. <laughs> One of them's me. At Aliki Likey on Instagram. And, uh, yeah. And what's uh, Ideal Threesomes? At Ideal Threesome Comedy, right? Not yeah, right. That right. Just at Ideal Threesome Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And so we're, we'll, 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 we'll put something there for you. If you we have some yeah, content. We have content. Yeah, Heck we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. That song, that, that song awesome. with the problematic line from before 2020. <laughs> By the way, that's just that's just one of one many of many problematic. problematic lines. But we will proudly so, post all of them. Brilliant. <laughs> I don't care as long as people um, like. Yeah, it. we just want to make you and laugh. If they, we just want you yeah. to be happy. If and you I, like it and then comment something awful. No, I mean as long as people like like it, like it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. But I, I also like I stand by my comedy. I stand by everything I say. Unless sure. you don't like it, then I will change it because I just want exactly. Your if you don't like right. it, please let me know, and I will apologize instantly. I will change, and I will. <laughs> but if you spend like my it, life trying I to be will, better, yeah. And I, even if you're just one person, I'll be like, I need that one person to like me. So if uh, Courtney, if people wanted yeah. to like your things on the internet, where where could they find your things to like on the internet? I'm at Cordal Hall everywhere. Yep. I also have a TikTok. I've never posted it. I have never posted one. I have a TikTok. I've posted twice, and one of them got like a thousand, whoa, over a thousand views. Whoa! I didn't even know you had a TikTok. Yeah, it was like I'm two, gonna follow it. Two Aprils ago, because it was an oh. Easter thing. I was like, I was like, all right, the 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 house is all dressed up for Easter. We're ready to go. And then I was like, wait. And then I looked over out the window, and it was like three feet of snow. 
I had no idea TikTok's yep. been around that long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. And also, I mean, time time flies when you're having fun, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Uh I think I'm Tyler's new groove on TikTok. Who's who? Who knows? Who's though? to say? Yeah, I am Tyler's new groove on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. Oh, though, where you can follow me if you like. Oh, I think I'm a um, leaky likey on Twitter too. But there's like three tweets about my period. <laughs> <laughs> you got. She got into Twitter for like two, weeks and sure. and would would send me screenshots of her like of her app, and would be like, "What do I press?" <laughs> It was such, it was honestly a delight. <laughs> Just write me a letter. Somebody write me a letter. <laughs> I'll write you a letter. Thank you. One of your, one of your friends uh, asked me to follow her on friends? Twitter. Yeah. When I was, when I was visiting oh. and I did, and she's quickly become one of my favorite follows. <laughs> uh, she's tall that? and blonde. Is it Camille? Is it Camille? Yes, it is Camille. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. She's her Twitter is very funny. funny. She's very she's funny. Funny. I was like, "Who do I know?" That's blonde. Her her tweet her Twitter is uh, is is very good. It is really. Funny. She's great. She's really and funny. and Twitter like the the algorithm knows that I like her stuff because it it always mm. I I've seen oh that's fun everyone does she post any of her music there Have you heard her music? Nope. She posts like stream of consciousness. Her music she is, just posts yeah. what she's it's e- that's what we should plug is East Coast Blonde. East Coast Blonde band and it's so good. Check it yeah. out. Okay. This'll this'll be fun nice. for you because like you've already enjoyed her and her Twitter as a person and then her music yeah, is she's awesome. just like talented at everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she's yeah. Awesome. East Coast Blonde. Definitely check it out. Sweet. Um yeah. Follow the podcast at Heck yeah. Film Schooled FM. On both uh Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. And like, like, like our stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> uh, be nice to people. Yeah. Be nice to me specifically. Or they'll erase you from their minds. Yeah. Don't be someone All right? that people want to erase from their memory. Right. And that's, also that's appreciate your good mems of people. <laughs> your good mems. <laughs> You're good memes. Yeah, those two. For oh, sure. Wait, I especially I these more, days we gotta appreciate the memes. I have one more thing I wanted to say about the movie. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. She says something like, um she says like I'm a fucked up bitch. And I was like, why is that not a meme? <laughs> or a I'll, or a gif. I'll yeah. make it for you. Okay, thank you. I can make gifts. I okay, hope she so found her right. peace of mind. Me too. Yeah. 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 Or her peace of mind. Which Either one. can be peace of mind. Yeah. Oftentimes. I found it to be. I'm a vindictive little bitch, truth be told, is what she said. Oh my God. I love that line. <laughs> I'm a vindictive little bitch, truth be told. Like, <laughs> slides in and yeah. says it. And I think that needs to be a gift. <laughs> yeah. That is I that would, in the library? That I would use for all things. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks right. for doing well, this. Uh, yeah, Ellie. thank you. Thanks for having Appreciate me you. at Film oh God, School FM. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to have you back for all Kate Winslet uh, joints. And Jim Carrey and Jim movies. And Jim Carrey. Yes, please. Very I would exciting. love to. Thank you for having me, you guys. <laughs> I feel educated. <laughs> uh. Oh, you shouldn't. 
<laughs> All right. Do you know the thing? I, she doesn't oh, wait, listen. Do you know I don't think thing? she does. All right. So at the end of every podcast, we no, go, I've never made it to the end. And cut. <laughs> What's that? And <laughs> should we do it again? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right ready? Right. <clears throat> and, and cut. 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 God damn it. <laughs>